this theater. This is a room full of hatred. We're not even... The Randy Newman's got us off to a bad start. Ugh. Because we don't hate this movie. No. I... Well, you know the reason why I don't hate this movie, Griff? Because half of it's Escape from New York, basically. <laughs> it's so interesting because... We we think of soft reboots as a thing today, right? Because the past twenty years, I think every classic '80s franchise has had a reboot. Red and, Dawn had one. Well, Fuck yeah, it. I don't know how classic that is, but you know, like every like <laughs> horror movie, like Freddy and Jason and Halloween, it's Just more yeah. Anything that made some money back in the day is getting a soft reboot today. Spider Man gets a soft reboot every two years. Every two years, yeah. they p- apparently feed that movie lots of stool softener. Is that like a soft stool boot? Yeah, I don't know. That was a joke. Uh, but yeah, uh, I just want to say before we get into this, because we get a lot of defenders of this on Twitter. I don't enjoy doing this, okay? I love Snake Plissken. Yeah. After Mad Max, I would say he's my favorite movie protagonist of all time. And So it pains me, but we have to tell like it is. We don't sugarcoat things here. We were just talking objectively, enjoying taking a look at the music of our past. <laughs> I used to like emo music, probably like three bands, and you know what? You were a very emotional child. I was a very emotional child. Uh, Yeah, I I have a hard time listening to them now. Every Mm -hmm. once in a while, I'll get in that nostalgic mood, and I can listen to a couple songs. What was your favorite emo band? I don't even know any of these bands. I know. I know you don't. It was probably Saves the Day. Okay. All right. That that was the one. I'm sure I've heard one of their songs. They were also like the first real concert I saw. And they were being headline, or they were opening for a band that was also really big for me, Taking Back Sunday. And then the opener for those two acts was actually one of what became one of my favorite emo bands in Monin. So it, it was like Monin. Monin. Never heard of that one. Yeah. So it was it was like a big day for me, but I was so intimidated by everybody because. I just had the crowd you're intimidated by, dude. I I was 15 or 16 at the time. Uh, you know the the hair's like thinning out here, but I had like this hair helmet back then, and all these cool emo kids. You know they were like black and streaking their hair forward, uh, skinny jeans, and like you know doing the pyramid belts and all that. I thought it was like big white belts, wasn't that a thing? That might have been it. Yeah, it was a mix of that. But I was like wearing. Brown corduroys with the green hoodie. <laughs> so basically, like now. Basically now. But you didn't have a mustache. But I didn't have a mustache. Couldn't grow facial hair back then. But yeah, I was so so intimidated. But no, we can objectively look at things today right. and say. So I thought you're overreacting. This movie's not that bad. I thought I was overreacting. I remember I was so excited, Griff, when this movie because this was another one. Of, Escape from New York was another one of those movies. I was constant. I didn't see it in the theater. I was too young, mm-hmm. but it was constantly on cable. So I saw it a million times on cable. And I, right. I loved. I still love it. And so I was so excited, Griff, because it's like 15 years later they're doing a sequel, and it's with John Carpenter. It was involved. that long of a gap. Yes. Holy shit! I didn't realize that. Because 81, yeah, 81, and then 96. Okay. Okay. So and. You got Kurt Russell and John Carpenter involved. There's no like scab like director. It's the real guy, dude. The when you start listening off some of the actors who are in here, a 
You start with John Carpenter writing and directing and Kurt Russell writing with him. Right. And you're just like, all right, I'm already in. I don't right. know if you were a Steve Buscemi <laughs> fan when you were young, but... No, now, this, this is when Steve was at his hottest right yeah. now. So it was a coup to get him in the movie. And you get Steve Buscemi. You, you get, get Pam Greer right, in there. Dr. Pam Greer. Motherfuck. It's, you, when I saw all that, I was texting you. I was like, what are you talking about? This movie <laughs> sounds amazing. That's what I thought. I was so excited. And I, I think I even said this to Thunderdome. I had the same reaction. It's all right. I was like trying to talk myself into like because I didn't want to admit it sucked. Yeah. So I I was like, yeah, and then I just came to the realization, no, this is just it's just, it's not it's not garbage. That's no. why this we 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 told last week, we, we used to call this our what the fuck movie. The new title is some kinda hate. I love because it. Because it's I kinda hate it. Like yeah. I don't hate everything about it. It's just so fitting, yeah. And yeah, so yeah. I don't... I, I wanna talk about um the world, how they feel. I've made this argument. Uh, about the prequel Star Wars movies and that they're just enclosed. Uh, the Red Letter Media guys made this argument. This is what put it in my head, too. Was they, they were talking about how there is no like real good sets they're working on. It's all just like green screen bullshit. Yeah. And so there's like nothing to interact with. And Escape from New York, it's... It's the cheapest me. looking $50 million movie I've ever seen. Uh, Escape from New York. No, Escape from L.A. I know. I was yes. I was Escape trying to get New- you okay. to talk about Escape from New York Escape sets. From, Escape from New York, first of all, only cost six million to make, and they damn sure got their money worth out of it mm-hmm. because, I mean, wh- one of the things about why it looked so great was because the I want to say I'm pretty sure there it's St. Louis is where it was filmed because there was a big fire at the time in the downtown area and a lot of streets were just trashed and they were like hey that's be a perfect set and it was a perfect set because it looked i got that new york vibe off it even though i doubt there's any skyscrapers in fucking st louis i've never right. been there but but you can you can force the perspective well yeah. enough to make it look like a city right a, a big city yeah and they they used the six million dollars wisely it's they so didn't make a man six million dollar man right there. Yeah, okay. uh but they did matte painting old-fashioned matte painting that worked yeah and it did not work for me. Well, this movie they just they try to use so much early green screen and CGI, and I, after you cut out Kurt Russell's like ten million dollars, you know <laughs> the the other forty million. I, I where to go? God damn! Went if it went to John that, Carpenter's nose, I guess. Yeah, it if was, it went to CGI, maybe maybe John Carpenter just bought a bunch of synths at that time. <laughs> like maybe in thirty years, I'll start a band, so I'll buy all this equipment. But holy f- I mean, here's the other thing. Okay, the sets might not be as great. Well, it was but- it was they were filmed all in the back lots of Hollywood and it looked like it. These did, these looked like sets. They did not look like real environments. Environment, yeah, environments. Yeah. yeah it, I think it, the one the scene on the Queen uh, Mary, that actually was like in a boiler room of a real like <laughs> uh giant ocean liner. Okay. So that was legit. But some of these, like, oh my god, they were just yeah. I I could think of a dozen, but it was it was rough. But we'll get into it. When we the, get into the other big thing that they did really well, well, they kind of fell short on it. They had such great subtle character uh, interactions, details, so much greatness of New York. Well, that- yeah, I mean, the thing about New York was it. There was definitely some satirical 
moments about what was going on in New York at the time. Cause New York was a fucking shithole at this, like, in 81. Yeah. You know, like, fucking looked like a war zone some places. And so they did some social commentary on it, but it was subtle. They weren't hitting you over the head with it. Meanwhile, you're getting lambasted by, like, like uh, L.A. cliches and tropes, you know. Right. Like, and we, it's like, all right. Stop yeah. hammering us with these. It's like the difference between, you know, when you say, like, oh, it's a bad movie, but it's great. And then you look at Samurai Cop 2, where it's a bad movie they try to make poorly, and yeah. it, it's it's not fun to watch. Well, I, when I was watching this, I was, is Carpenter just fucking with us? I, it's, it's obvious at this time in his career, he just gave up. He's yeah, like, 96. Fuck it. Yeah, he's like, I'm just tired of dealing with the Hollywood rat race bullshit. I'm just, they're giving me money? All right, I'll do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. Because it, oh, it was... Because I think, I would say, they live, to me, it was probably the last... Decent, good John Carpenter. I, don't, I was going to say, do you know what came in between? I think there was there's some other ones. I just I, I don't think I've seen them. Yeah. I in the Mouth of Madness was one of them. That was like an okay. H.P. Lovecraft type thing. Yeah, which I, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that one. I mean, it's not all the way through. And he did like the Village of the Damned remake. Okay. Is, yeah, he just 90s. He kind of gave up. He was just like he was just gun for hire. Okay. And it shows. It shows that he doesn't have passion in this movie. Whoa. But the, what do I know? According to a quote I saw on IMDb, so take that for the grain of salt, John Carpenter said of this movie, it's 10 times better than Escape from New York, and mm-hmm. it's so much more mature. And the reason it took so long was because the first script they got, like in the mid-'80s when they were going to do it, it was too campy. I'm like, well, what the fuck is this movie? This movie is super fucking campy. Murray, I'm ready to set that camp. I'm ready to pop it up, get in there, fix the rods up, and uh, hang my lunch from a tree limb so the bears don't get it. Okay. Well, I guess, Griff, there's no escaping from doing this movie. It's John Carpenter's Escape Room. Welcome to the theater. For everyone's enjoyment, we'd like to remind you of the following rules. No talking. No smoking. No littering. No red meat. No freedom of religion. And remember, all marriages must be approved by the Department of Health. Failure to obey these rules will result in immediate loss of citizenship and deportation to the island of Los Angeles. Enjoy the show. Your rules are really beginning to annoy me. He read a psycho profile on a music database of 5 million sociopathic personalities. He hit the bottom of the curve. Catches on quick, doesn't she? That loves a winner. Let's say we play a little Bangkok rules. Nobody draws until this hits the ground. You ready? Distant year, 1998, and we One got... year after Snake Plissken rescued the president from Escape from New York. Oh, really? Okay, yes. one year. 97 is when he escaped from New York. Okay. And he, you know, he's... God knows where, because everyone's kind of looking He's off for the him. grid. Yeah, he's off the grid as far where as... Where he belongs. 
But we've got a evangelical. I can never say that word. Evangelical. Yeah. Evangelical uh, president now. Well, we have the candidate. Oh, he's just the candidate. And he predicted L.A. There was an earthquake that's going to hit L.A. and destroy it for all its wickedness. And it happened, like, right after he said that. And that's how he won. Because people are like, holy shit, this guy can predict the future. we got to vote for this guy. Now, keep in mind, as we learned from Escape from New York, we're under a police state. We have a U.S. police force. We already don't, so we already don't have our rights to begin with. But just it even got worse, because now we got Pat Robertson as our president. Oh, my God. And 700 he, Club. 700 Club. Uh, we love our fucking evangelical TV personalities. So the so after that, so he becomes president, and he I guess he declares martial law. He's like, I have to be president for life. Yeah. You need me. Yeah. He. It gets so Sounds bad. Sounds kind of familiar, like somebody's been kind of saying that kind of stuff. No, he's know. just been joking. That's oh, a yeah. sense of humor. Okay. God, you're just one of these fucking tear-jerking liberals, aren't you? Knee jerk. Knee jerk? Yeah. Knee jerk liberal. Oh, okay. Tear jerk is a, is a different thing. It's like trying to get you to cry. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And anyway. so the White House, it's moved to Lynchburg, Virginia, where real Americans live, unlike no. D.C. Yeah. no, The swamp of that, D.C. That is the swamp. That's why Trump's moving it to Mar-a-Lago, I think. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Which is good. The Southern White House the is Southern what, White where House. the president... Does he even have... An, I think he's just president. They never say his name in this movie. He is. He's just press. Okay, so then we learn. I guess, apparently, New York got shut down because they're, they, they've now made L.A. Because L.A. breaks off. It's the, the, the uh, earthquake is so devastating. L.A. just breaks off of land. Yeah. It's like an island now. And that's the new prison where if you're not American... If you're not American enough, you get deported to L.A. where all the slime and the scuzz live. Yeah, they basically uh, described it as being like, if you're not from this country, you go to the island. If you broke a law, you go to the country. If you smoke, if, if you, you drink, drink, you do drugs. Abortion. So we know Ian Mackay is safe. Yeah. But and that's, that's, that's about that's, it. That's it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, abortions. What else do they Sex hate? before marriage. Sex before marriage. If you've ever used the Lord's name in vain, yeah, you're going Atheist. to Atheist. Atheist, of course. All of them. Of course. So we already have our plane tickets for that. Because <laughs> we've done at least five of those. Yeah. So cut to the future, the far-off future, Griff. Remember, remember the future of 2013? Yeah, I do. Well, I don't. Oh, what happened in 2013, Graf? Not much. Obama disappointed <laughs> us all. That's about it. He got me health care for a short while. Hey, I don't have it anymore, hey, but I did have it I appreciate it for a while. that he at least did that much for yes. us. So, I'll tell you what happened, Graf. The, uh, we, we, there's an emergency. We got our man Malloy, played by Stacey, Ke- Stacey Keach, who's rocking a sweet-ass Nang Chen throughout this movie. That's yeah. Probably, oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. That was a character of its own. I was like, this was a Zadar role waiting to happen. Yeah, we're going to point out every callback to an escape from New York in this movie. Because like I said, half of this movie is escape from New York. He's basically the Lee Van Cleef character yes, from Escape okay. from New York. Okay. And he's got his, his, his uh, underling. I, I don't think she had a name. No, I just called her... Uh... Uh, I goth girl, which is like Tom Atkins from Escape from New York, who I don't think had a name either. So okay. that's you got the underling, we got the warden, I guess, of sure. LA. Let's go with that. The president's there. 
And they know all we know is that they're looking for something. They sent. I already sent out an elite Navy SEAL team to LA to recapture yeah. something. They need to get a, a black box, I believe. Yes. Well, we well we first we think they need to get the daughter of the president. Yeah. But we'll get into that. Okay. But all we know is they haven't heard back from these guys. Only one guy's like life tracer or whatever is still you. you know, so they right. assume four of them died and there's one left. Yeah. We need to get somebody to get in there to get to him to get the info and get the the, the president's well, daughter. President, there's like two men left in the United States that could do that, and one of them's completely off the grid right now, and the other one is Lance Cuthers, and he's dead. So. And then they're like, "Hey, wait a minute!" They just look up. And, is that Snake Plissken? Like, he just so happened to get captured. Yeah. He's been a gunslinger, as they called him, in Thailand ever since the the last uh, Escape movie. Oh. So the past... Uh, <laughs> I didn't realize that was a fact yeah. for Shadow. Yeah, so the past 15 years, he's been slinging his guns in Thailand. Okay, okay. He's probably kickboxing it up with uh, John Claude and shit. And Malloy's like... He's president, he's president. That's the guy. Remember, he saved the president. He escaped from New York 15 years ago. Dude, this is th- 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 that was one of the two guys. Lance Cuthers is dead. <laughs> we need Snake Plissken. Snake SD Bob, Bob Plissken. Plissken. Yes, because we get his whole credentials as they're walking. Take him to the president. We get all his credentials. The special fuck? Forces rescued the president. Had something in Cleveland. SD Bob. That's the one new thing that that uh, Carpenter yeah. added. His name is SD. Bob Plissken. Why did so I, I was trying to tell Murray about J.K. Rowling and how she just started hammering characters into LGBT groups for no reason after everyone's loved and adored her books for like fifteen years. Why? Why? Why are they doing that? Why is Carpenter adding Bob to his name? I don't know. It's fucking weird. But he he doesn't even like it because he's like, call me Snake. I like that you do the gravelly voice. I I, I hope yeah. that comes through on the kill me snake. Yeah, because he was that's him doing his Clint Eastwood impression. Okay, okay. so I mean he's he's actually been on record as saying yes he was impersonating Snake is is his Clint Eastwood impression. Uh, Jack Burton is John Wayne, obviously. Okay, I Wayne never voice. really. I see. I just love Kurt Russell. He's such a good right. actor. I didn't even right. put those two together. I just love seeing him do shit. Right, so and he's wearing the sweet ass fucking uh, winter camo. Murray, Murray, I can just imagine you put this image in my mind now: a young, chubby little Murray running around, snow leopard. Which I is that did. what you call I, them? I, camo. I, it was just yeah, just winter camo. Winter camo. You know, mm. black, white, and gray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't have those skin tight ones that uh, Snake is wearing in this. They have like no pockets; they're so tight. Yeah, but I well, yeah, I, I had a pair of those. I wanted to be Snake because he's my fucking hero. God damn! I didn't have the eye patch though. Oh, that's unfortunate. And I did have the stubble though. Yeah, after uh, I, I was got ten, th- but I had stubble. After I <laughs> after I got the hoop earring, I tried to get my mom <laughs> to let me get the eye patch. Don't even know why. Just wanted it. Yeah. I think it was because Kramer had one. And then, uh, what, what what name did you give the woman? What name did I give the woman? The goth, goth girl. girl. I just get, yeah. I just called the goth, goth girl's like. Ugh. He's so retro. He's so retro. He got that sweet fucking seventies feathered hair. He's, he didn't always look so fucking good. Because Snake's one of those guys when he was like twelve, probably in the seventies, he had that feathered hair, and he's like, "This is perfect. I'm never changing it." Well. A, it looks great. Right. So when you have a good look, it can transcend space and time. Right. B, uh, 
we're seeing everybody in the future now, and they all are wearing like those futuristic clothings they always have, where they're in like it's always a jumpsuit. It's always like a jumpsuit. It's usually like shiny, so light hits it. And it's you know shimmering off of it and everything. So it's got that kind of look to it, and he's an outsider. So of course right. they're going to be like, "Fuck this guy." Right, they're just, they're, she should be going to L.A. because she's fashion shaming Snake. She, oh, like but it. she's got an in. So they're taking her down this hallway, and this woman's walking towards them, and then she goes, she just scratches his Snake's hand. But we're like, oh, that's weird. But there's, you know, Snake doesn't even—he's so bad as he doesn't even acknowledge it. But. We see that, and I want to point out, there's a little cameo as he's walking by. We get a little cameo of Kurt Russell's little son playing a little boy in the hallway. Really? Right. Nice. And there's talk, you know, because they keep, they, they've been talking about remaking this movie, Escape from New York, forever. There's talk about his son playing him. No. I hate his son. Fuck his son. I don't no. want his son playing. He's not badass. He's a goofball. I saw him in, uh, there's some, it was called Overlord. It was this awful Nazi zombie movie. No, no, I didn't see that. I didn't even finish it. See, I don't. And you know, I sit through awful movies all the time for the yeah. show, and I couldn't finish it because it was well, that bad. Up, I don't want, I don't we want We end up liking the movies more than we hate Yeah, <laughs> but I didn't like this one. No. I, and I don't like his son playing him. Well, again, but then again, I don't know, because before Escape from New York, Kurt Russell was known as a Disney kid, so he pulled it off. So I don't know. Maybe oh, he shit. can. Yeah, there's too much to consider here, and I hate considering all this. <laughs> but as we're walking by, we're getting. We, if you're paying attention, they're saying like over loudspeakers, "You have a choice. You can go to L.A. or you can be executed right there on the spot if you don't want to go to L.A." So there's people in electric chairs in the hallway. Oh shit! Being I didn't electrocuted. That. Yes. Little details, guys. Right. There's still there's st- Carpenter hasn't completely put his cre- credibility to rest yet. Right. That comes later, and I'll point that out. <laughs> but so they take him into a room, leave him there, and then he sees like a little computer, and he he's he's just got to look, he's got to fuck with shit. He, he puts his thumb on it. this like thing, this like sensor. Yeah, and then uh, the president Malloy and Goth Girl walk in, and they give him the lowdown. They're like, "Hey, this is the deal." Yeah, the president's daughter, Utopia. She's never been the same since her sister killed herself. She got lost. She, she retreated to a virtual reality world. And unfortunately, this ne'er-do-well Cuervo Sanders hijacked into her virtual reality world and started manipulating, cyber-stalking her and manipulating her, this poor, vulnerable girl. Oh, shit. And he twisted her mind. And what happened was... There's this black box in it, like you pointed out earlier. Okay. We still don't know what's in it. We just yeah. know it's import. It's the MacGuffin, as we've uh, said yeah. in previous yep, yep. episodes. She was on Air Force Three, which is, of course, the president's daughter's yes. private jet. Yeah. And currently, she, she's been radicalized by Cuervo Sanders. Currently, we have nine Air Forces for everyone keeping yes. track out there. She's been radicalized, Griff. Okay. It can happen. I hear it happens on the internet all the time. Yeah, she's wearing like a, a Paris Hilton Barbie pink yeah, uh, because like suit. a pure... Sweet American girl would dress super like. blonde hair, blue eyes, Uzi in hand. What girl? What's yeah, going and she's on holding here? the black box, and she's like, "The revolution is coming." Because, like I said, she's been radicalized, yeah. and then she jumps into like a little like I, like I guess they're making reference to the escape pod from uh, Escape from New York, oh, a little the, egg thing. That yeah, she like, yeah. So she like because they get they're watching. We're actually watching like this it's, hologram. Yeah, it's a three D hologram, and they're like. All right, Pliskin. We first, I think they're saying we need the box and the daughter. Yes. Or no, they, I think they said kill the daughter. Even at this time, they're like president kill got him separately. It was like kill that bitch. Okay. Because yeah, uh, she's lost to me. Yeah. 
And Snake's like, fuck you, I ain't doing shit. And then they're like, oh, really? Well, you know that scratch you got earlier? Yeah. And That's looks- a little thing called... Plutoxin 7. Plutoxin 7? I've had Plutoxin 1 through 6, and they ain't shit. Because he's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, I've already been through this shit. Because once again, this is a retread Escape New York. Yeah. So he's like, I've already been through this shit. Fuck yeah. you. And he's like, no, this is the real legit thing, Snake. You ain't real coming legit? back from this. You ain't coming back from this? This is Plutoxin 7. This is 10 times the coronavirus. No way. And, that's, and we're living in 2013, so this hasn't even happened yet. Oh, my God. And so he's just like, oh, fuck. Well, I guess I'm in. If we sound a little different, it's because me and Murray are both wearing face masks. <laughs> yes. If I'm muffled, it's not because I'm mumbling like normal. Yeah. It's because I'm wearing a face, face mask. Face mask. And safety first. Safety first. And so Snake, I, I, how do you get a gun? Because he gets a gun. Well, they slapped that pit boy on him, which is a reference to the Fallout series where it has no, like the time. No, no, no. That was a straight up reference that was the exact same thing he wore on skate from new york oh was it yeah that little readout like uh oh okay readout thing but he's got you got nine hours he had 20 like four in the first movie he had nine hours little less than i was like eight and a half i don't remember how he had a gun in here but yeah he does start shooting at them yes and they're like or did he just take a swing at them he might have. It might have just been. Yeah, I think a swing he, you think you're right. I think he lunged at the president, and they're like, Pliskin, we we Come know on. we've seen Escape from New York. We know what you're gonna do. <laughs> this is a hologram, and we see they're like in another room, like the cops have, where they have the, the uh, one, oh the see through window, yeah. the double sided glass, right? They called up, and so he's like, "All right, I'm fucking in you, sons of bitches." Yeah, I got no other choice. You got me over a barrel here, so pops on the wristband, pops that on. And of course, he's you know he's at ten hours, and he's like, "Well, let's gear the fuck up, guys." So we get the exact same scene from Escape from New York. I think of the exact same weapons because we see the ninja stars on the table. Nice, and they're like, "Hey!" And so you got, you got remember all this stuff, guys. It comes into uh, play later. You got we have this holo holocam, which can can shoot a hologram of you. It only works like a half mile radius. Mm-hmm. You can use. I don't know what you're going to use this for, but use that. We got this giant ass fucking like Starship Troopers gun. Yep. We got this like uh, four different li- scopes on it. Little blow dart thing, of course. And we have stealth clothing. And he's like, "Oh, I'll come take." On. The, he's like, "I'll take that sweet duster, but you ain't fucking with this camo. Uh, oh, you're gonna put the full <laughs> outfit on." And you're going to look good, and we're going to make sure it fits in the caboose real well. And so we get a nice sexy shot of him putting on his outfit, nice shirtless. Oh, my God. A little bit of peck jelly. Yeah. I think you need a little more. It, it but the budget looks... was for the CGI was so much they couldn't afford the CGI. Dude, I, I haven't seen someone look this good in leather since Richie last week. Because, <laughs> holy shit. Yes. John, uh, or, uh, Kurt Russell, Russell pulling yeah. in the leather. Yeah, and and it's like fresh leather, so it's all the screech. Yeah. It was ASMR, which <laughs> yeah. you don't understand. It was ASMR for me. I actually recorded well, that it. That was funny. I did notice he was talking his body now with like talcum powder <laughs> while he was putting that leather on. It's fresh leather, man. Yeah, it's right. straight off the oh, cow. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's. It takes forever to break in leather. I, I was yeah. amazed. He did it in like like ninety minutes. Well, shit, he's so full of action. Of course, you break in leather in no time. Because <laughs> he's tougher than leather. He's tougher. Than... <laughs> There's also stick matches. They yes. never come into play, though. <laughs> they do at the very end. Oh, you know uh, what they do? My bad. You're okay, right. But he's like, yeah. So yeah, he gets his wildies. He gets everything, and they're like Spliskin. Nine hours. 
Fucking Cuba is on our ass. They're oh. ready to invade. Invasion USA. There's this guy named General Rostov. What the fuck? Carpenter is crossing <laughs> boundaries here. I love right. it. He's like, we got our agent Matt Hunter out there, but we don't know if he's going to last. We lost contact with him. Last we heard was that uh, he was in a neighborhood that got blown <laughs> up by rockets. He was in a shopping mall. He was seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they load up uh, our, our our dear hero Snake Plissken into what looks like some kind of condom type uh, sperm cell that they're gonna shoot into a woman into like land beyond time or something. I'm getting all my movies mixed up. A fantastic here. Voyage, is what Fant- yeah. that's the one. Uh, but no, it's like an Elon Musk underground submarine yeah, slash at, fucking at slash shitty CGI piece of shit. Oh my god, it was so awful, Murray. This I, I I'm not like the biggest fan of these guys, but clearly this is what inspired Tim and Eric. Because I don't, it, know, I don't like them either, so I don't watch them. Exactly, but I just know they do all these poor ass CGI effects. These were this was Neil Breen has better CGI yeah, than oh this my movie. God. We've been meaning to do one of yes, his movies. We have. Holy shit! This is Neil Breen level, <laughs> and it cost forty million dollars. Right. So we get the scene, and of course, like, hey. Pliskin, slow it down. You're pushing the engines. It's nuclear-powered <laughs> engines, Murray, <laughs> yeah. which is actually what my new car runs on. Oh, that's cool. And uh, Snake's like, you're not the one dying, you sons of bitches. And we get all these scenes of, like, we get the universal, uh, uh, like, Tour, whatever, and what the fuck, the amusement park? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We see the, like, the, the shark from Jaws, the, like, the, the robot. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's awful. And then he crashes through a building because he's so he's got to get there. And he's pushing yeah. it. You see that it's good. That thing's going right to the red. That well, it was he was pushing it so hard he didn't have like full control right. over he loses it. Control. So he had to crash right through the building. And they're just like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm doing a snake plissken." And so he's right because he's like, "Remember when I was on that that uh, glider? It's the exact same scene, the exact same lighting, everything." Because we're redoing Escape from New York. So he's lifting up like you always see when a helicopter is like tail spinning in movies, and they just pull back and they have to pull back so hard, like every muscle is flexing, shirts are ripping because of the flex. And he pulls back hard enough that he launches out of the water about forty five feet onto this. Reaches like a dolphin. Yeah. And he it lands, really was. He lands on a highway, like broken off highway. Like. Yeah. And he just lands on the edge of it. So the tail of the submarine uh, sperm tube uh, is hanging over the, the side. And Pliskin is just like, oh, man, going to have to have a cigarette after that one. But he doesn't have that much time because he hears that the foundation starts crumbling. Well, first, the, the, the sub just starts sliding off. and then Oh, that's what it was. Then okay. he grabs the front, and he's trying to hold on, and then the whole thing gives way. He absolutely has the strength to pull that thing back right. on. But the foundation crumbled, which is actually a good commentary on the fact that all of America is crumbling. Yes. That but was, don't that worry. Was, that was more of the hit you over the head. Yeah. But don't worry. We're building the wall. So. Right. That's okay. So, and then he looks back and there's this surfer gang like floating in the river. They're checking him out. Like, what's up with this guy? They got like, Uzis and they're on surfboards. The fucking surf ninjas. <laughs> they were the surf ninjas. And he gets up and then we see this mysterious figure played by Peter Fonda. Easy Rider. Easy Rider. And he's like, hey, bro. He's like the like you know, Spicoli. He's like, hey, bro, that was pretty fucking rad. Hey, do I re- I recognize you? Who are you? I know. I, I I Snake won't hear it. He's like, which way to the Hollywood Bowl? Guy's like, it's over there, man. 
So and then, 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 they, then they, he drops this line that's used throughout because the line in Escape from New York is "I thought you were dead." This one's "I thought you were taller." Taller, short shaming. First they fucking fashion shame him. Now they're short shaming him. I I like that Kurt Russell wrote this too. So clearly he was like, "Let's have some fun with this, guys." <laughs> no, I don't want them having fun. And then he so he goes out. He goes through this woods. Goes out in the street. And then we the car drives by, blasting classic Sugar Ray. Which is probably why they're in L.A. Because you should be in L.A. if you're blasting Sugar Ray. Dude, that was uh, we. I brought it up earlier. Music that we uh, adored as a child. I got that Sugar Ray album. It was Parental Advisor. My mom didn't notice the one with the naked girl on the cover. No, uh, okay. that was like their first album. This was yeah. like their second or third. That album. one was like it wasn't good, but at least it was like a more punky kind of sound. Exactly. Yeah. I had the one that had like I I just want to fly because I love that <laughs> fucking song, and then I played the CD and like the fourth song on it is just like cash. I want some fucking cash. I need some fucking cash. I want it. And for uh, me I love being that, I love that stealth thing you did with your mom. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know either. Uh. But so I got that, and of course I'm a teenager. I love swearing, so I hear right. that swearing. And I'm just like, this is the greatest album ever of course written. It was yeah. I loved it. Yeah, you, there needs to be more swearing in music, people. Stop being so uptight, people. Kids need to listen to swearing. They just need to. They just need to. It's just, they're just acting out. They're being kids. Yeah. So Snake, he's finally he makes it to the Hollywood Bowl. I guess I don't know. He makes it looks like it looked like the State Theater actually. Yeah, it did. It Detroit. really did. Yeah. And he, uh, it's like a big mansion. You right? know what? This is what I didn't like. There's a lot of Sagalisms. Like every woman wants a fuck snake now. I I didn't like that. I really didn't like that because he walks. It, this was when he walks into that mansion, right? Yes, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. He walks through like one. It was a hooker alley. He walks through to get to the mansion, right. and there's all the prostitutes in there, and they're all just like, "Oh my god, look at that hair!" And let me run my fingers through that hair. Is that real leather? He's yes, like, it and is. And he's like. <laughs> yeah, doesn't it sound like real leather? Stupid. <laughs> Just shh. <laughs> That's real leather. So he gets into the mansion. Of course, there's a woman who because he's got a tracker because he's looking and it's beeping because he's looking for that oh, one yeah, guy he, he's supposed to meet. You know, he doesn't team. even meet the women first. He meet, yeah. he walks into the the big uh, staircase opening. Uh, right. I don't know what to call him because I don't have a mansion. Yeah. Um, Pavilion is foyer. That a word? I don't it's know. like a super foyer, oh. uh, and so he sees. The guy he was looking for is crucified and being used as a throwing dartboard. Yeah. All the all the Shokazugi favorite weapons are stabbed <laughs> through him. Yeah. And he gets down there. Malloy. It looks like he's not gonna make it. <laughs> and then there we see a very familiar face throwing knives at this rescue. Oh guy. yeah, I recognize him. It's a Nazi. That's no, no, no. He's a Nazi now, but if you really look deep, look into his eyes, those look sweet his... blue eyes. We notice Wait, wait a minute. I recognize that breathing pattern. Did you, you recognize the laugh he did? Oh, my God. Murray, <laughs> that's Lewis. Lewis from Revenge of the Nerds, played by Robert Carradine, reprising his role. Yeah, I guess uh, Lewis finally got me too for raping that girl in the funhouse. Why is that something? <laughs> Why was that like a, <laughs> a convenient plot? <laughs> and so, okay. as you know, as... Un- unfortunate luck would have it. He he winds up in L.A. and he, when in Rome, he, so he he finds the first gang. There, first, there's no nerd gang in, in L.A. They yeah. get killed instantly. So the next next thing is 
neo-Nazis. He calculated it out. He's a smart guy. <laughs> he was like, you know what? I'm not going to fit, fit in with any of these guys. The leather doesn't at, fit me tight enough. At this time, Lewis is probably going bald anyway. So he's like, fuck, I'll just shave it all off. Hey, that makes sense. He probably was going bald. He doesn't have his equipment. He can't make himself some kind of hair replicant. Right. So he went full scale. Well, we learned that most of the gangs are like black and Asian in, in L.A. And in Mexican right. Hispanic. So he finds the five skinheads in L.A. That's a good point. Man. We're making this world sound way too And big. I want to point out, Robert Carradine has the worst bald cap on. It's so... It's, where'd the money go in this movie? It didn't go into the movie. That's for damn sure. I don't know. So, uh, he's like... Snake just blows him off. He's like, hey, you want to you wanna make a bet? I can hit that with the shirt in here? Yeah. And he's like, fuck you. And just walks off. And then, of course, this black prostitute comes up to him. Because everyone wants to fuck Snake. Everybody. He's like, hey, baby, I can... He's like, where's Cuervo? Jose Cuervo. Where? No, it's Cuervo's Jones. No, it's Cuervo Sanders. He's like, where's Sanders? He wants to fucking give people health care. It's bullshit. And she's like, oh, he's doing a parade right as we speak. Convenient, huh? Huh? Right on Sunset Boulevard. Sunset Boulevard. How do I get to Sunset Boulevard? This is like a Batman voice. <laughs> well, that's what he was using. You just walk. You know what, honey? I'll show you. But... You walk in front, and you know what? Lift the duster up. I want to see. Yeah. That's see that leather-clad ass. That's some tight leather you got there. <laughs> <laughs> and then the guy, this, then Lewis comes up. Hey, you think you're so badass because you're wearing leather? You're not, you're not the boss of me. And he's just about to throw a, a fucking giant Rambo knife at Snake. And Snake doesn't even look back. He just nonchalantly gets a Starship Trooper gun and just blasts fucking Lewis away. God, how much do you think that gun weighs? 50, 60 pounds. It's got to be. And one arm perfectly steadies the and then aim. The, we have to point out, the first clip was full of blanks because they knew Snake was going to try to kill Malloy. Did you pick that up? Before he switched he... it out, though. No, yeah, but I'm still... It's like, well, thank God Snake tried to murder people because he would have been fucked if he, just tried to, like, if he didn't know that there was blanks oh, in the first clip. Okay, I see what you're going for here. But yeah, so Snake walks out. There's this parade. We finally get to see Cuervo. Utopia, the daughter, all whored up. She's got the fucking stockings on. She looks like a fucking extra from a Motley Crue video. She just looked like a modern wrestler today to me. Yeah, well, this. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> and yeah, because she looked like she was like 98 pounds. Yeah. So I guess she could be champion AEW. And Cuervo's got the poor man's fucking Duke of New York car. He's like, the Duke of New York had that sweet ass like Cadillac with the fucking chandeliers on the front. You see, it less is more. Yeah, and what they did with uh, Cuervo's car is they just put so much into baby it. heads all in the front, God. and then a disco ball like mounted on the back. Yeah, it's just it, it, it you just went a little too far. Yeah, and so uh, he's just doing his prey. I guess he does his daily. I don't fucking know. It no every scene we see him or they you know what like, they were probably doing the breaks or celebrating getting the black box. You're right. You're right. Good call. Good call. Because they're going to fucking get the whole army. We're going to take over America. Yeah. Get I, everybody health care, you sons of bitches. Yeah. And he's got like a whole science. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Lewis, there's a whole <laughs> science team. No. He has his own nerd who we'll, we'll, we'll meet later Exactly. On. That's yeah. what I'm thinking is like, why didn't Lewis get in with the nerd group? He just didn't know what to do. Wow, he went straight to Nazism <laughs> instead of like trying to... Well, if to... you really watch Revenge of the Nerds, there's clues there. There that Lewis is. is kind of tempted to go that way. Fuck, man. I I was telling Murray earlier, that was the one... He always talks about the movies that were on cable, like <laughs> yes. Escape from New York. Yes. 
uh, Revenge of the Nerds was always I watched the fuck out of it. Yeah, I've seen it a million times too. Everyone has. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen any of the sequels, but I've seen Revenge of the Nerds. A I've times. seen the first three sequels or the the first three movies. I didn't. I don't think I. I think the first one is Booger in Love or whatever. I didn't watch that one. <laughs> Michigan native Curtis uh, Armstrong. Oh, he's he went to Oakland University. Same alumni as my sister. Oh no shit! Yeah. So uh, I think he's the most famous guy ever to go to Oakland University, which is nice. It's just a tiny college here. But um, so man, he's only got so much time, guys. Yeah. So Snake is fucking jacks a dude on a fucking motorcycle. They're, okay, so they're they're doing normal prey speed, idling at three miles an hour. Right, there's giant balloons, there's everything. Yeah. So Snake walks out, punches a guy off a motorcycle. Well, there's two guys on the motorcycle. Right. So I think he does like a maneuver where he jumps in between them, and he's like room for three. Elbows the one guy off. And then he's just got the the driver. Snake doesn't ride, bitch, baby. And he he like German suplexes him while remaining thrusted to the motorcycle. So then he just grabs on the handlebars, and in th- fucking revs it and fucking flies forward at eighty thousand miles an hour. <laughs> right. And this parade is going <laughs> three miles an hour. And yet, perspective though, if you, it, it looks like it's closer than it is. It's an optical illusion. Oh, okay. That's he's actually three miles behind Cuervo. Okay. So it takes him a little while, but he catches up to Cuervo because he's three miles behind. Thank well, no, you. first he he goes between two guys, You're right? He's and then he pops to... a wheelie because everybody's going to shoot him, and he fakes him out. He pops a wheelie, takes off, so they shoot each other. I love this because Utopia is looking back and she sees that, and she's like, "Cuervo, I think that's Snake Pliskin on her." How does she know who Snake? Why does everybody? But I, <laughs> because a, he's the fucking folk hero. I'm a fine. I'm fine yeah. with that. Yeah. But she's like, I think that's Snake, and he turns around and is like. He's lost an edge, his edge. Yeah, he's short. Yeah, he's short. <laughs> and he destroys these two. He drives by. He gets them to shoot each other. That was the yeah. kill you early. Okay. Yeah. And she's like, oh, it doesn't look like he, <laughs> that leather. Oh, my God. She's unzipping. It's and going, as it's luck would hide. have it, as always in every movie we cover, there's always ramps everywhere. everywhere. Look, nature is a ramp, if you think about everywhere. it. Everywhere. Because the, the road of, on, ahead of them, they were starting to jam it up, so he wasn't right. going to be able to get through. Right. So, so he just goes off-road, hits this ramp, and we get some of the worst fucking green screen CGI. Uh, he lands in the back of a truck, and Cuervo's like, I'm losing my bitch. I got to look tough now. So he like, fuck it. He starts jumping on cars behind him, and they're this just is, meeting This each was other. kind of cool. I like how yeah. they did this, where it's like sub or not subway, but like train cars, where you see like the two people on top of those yes. like getting to each That was kind of reminiscent For some reason, that. I guess because they're going two miles an hour, it wouldn't be abrupt if you just slammed on the brakes. No, so yeah. I would just slam on the brakes and have to sink or fly He's off He's got to go flying off and But they don't think of that. Probably. And do we ever point out... That Cuervo is obviously supposed to be Che Guevara. That's like the look he has. He's got the beard and the beret and everything. So they're hitting you over the head with the symbolism here. Which I learned recently. People think he's still alive, but also they think he is Bob Marley. Oh, okay. That's what some crazy guy. That's what some crazy guy. I just get pissed off when people go, hey, nice Che shirt. And I go, this is Cuervo fucking Jones. Fuck you. That is disappointing. I do. That shirt is beautiful. I don't know where you find your shirts, but it's a beautiful shirt. I get it made from Redbubble. Oh, you do? Yeah. Yeah. And so there's a standoff, but Cuervo, he's Hispanic, so he knows knows the way around some bolos. And he starts twirling them, hits fucking Snake, knocks his cold cock snake, 
Snake Creek falls in the road, and he just he goes, "That's enough. I don't need to even stop for Snake. Yeah, I'm gonna get back in my fucking car and go off to the Happy Kingdom." Yeah, I don't, I don't get what uh, he was urgent about. Well, no, I guess he was kind of like, "Yeah, fuck that guy." Right, he first. wanted to look good in front of Utopia. That's so, right, yeah. but he wasn't even that into her. But I don't, <laughs> I don't know what goes on in the pimp game because I think he's pimping her out. I don't know what he's on. Anyway, he's using her definitely. He definitely drives. So Snake, so he's like, let my goons handle Snake. I'm right. too big for Snake Plissken. Right. So the goons surround him. He gets four goons, motorcycles surround him. He loses his fucking duster somehow. It just he, disappears. He loses his duster uh, at this part, but he loses his uh, his big fucking right. Starship Trooper but gun. I, yeah, it's one. But I want to point out his duster has the hollow cam still in the in the pocket. Oh. But a goon picks it up and starts wearing it. You're right. Okay. I I didn't. Yeah. Okay, so we got these four goons surrounding him, and all he's got now is his guns from Escape from New York, and they're just at his way, you know, at his uh, 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 thighs. Remember, the past fifteen years, he's been a gunslinger in Thailand. Dude, he's been Thailand had the fastest gunslingers around. All right, everybody, are we going to do this like bitches, or are we going to do it Bangkok style? And no and course, one says anything. They all know that apparently Bangkok rules and people know. Oh, they, they were all Thai people. I think they no, I think they were all like they had no idea what he was talking about, but they didn't want to admit they didn't know. But they got it as soon as he picked up the can. Well he told him, he's like Oh, he did. Yeah, he explained it very well. Like, he did it in the person trying to explain to someone who doesn't he doesn't think speaks English though. I am going to throw the no, can. That's a little too fast. It was more like I am going to throw this can. First one to shoot when it hits the ground wins. No one shoots till it hits oh, the, the ground. ground. Yeah. He doesn't even know Bangkok rules. That's how you know, it's ridiculous. It is. Wait a minute, guys. That sounded wrong out loud. <laughs> wait, wait, let, me, let, let me fix it. And he fit it, but eventually they figure it out. So then he tosses it, and they all look up like idiots. Hey, Kurt, everybody, background. There is a movie by uh, Kurt Russell and his dad called The Bastards of Baseball. Fucking amazing movie. Kurt Russell, point of this story, Kurt Russell is a baseball player. He's got a golden arm. So he takes that can, he chucks it into the fucking like stratosphere. And so all these fucking goons are staring at the can, and Snake Plissken's like, tonight the snake dines on dickheads. Shoots them all. Yeah, because you can't trust a snake. We learned that from the the first movie. What the fuck's wrong with them? What the fuck's wrong with these goons? They're supposed to be living in L.A., this place where you always have to be on guard. They're not on guard at all. They got awestruck because everybody knows Snake Plissken. That's true. So they were just like... I think I think when he threw the can, too, like a little bit of that uh, leather vest popped up and exposed his midriff, and they were all just like, oh, my Saw God. Saw the snake tattoo on Exactly. They were just like, oh, my God, did you see the snake? I wonder what that means. Oh, my God. Four inches. And then, so... Then, here's another callback to Escape from New York, because there was a scene much in the same time period of where Snake has been in uh, New York where he, does, he doesn't know what to do, because he doesn't have any of his tracker. So he, yeah. put, he grabs a chair just off the ground and sits in it, and just, which he did, he did in Escape from New York. Well. Yeah, he like wanders off, and he finds like this abandoned little shack, shack little yeah. thing, and he grabs the chair, he sits down, he, he Joey Janela's it, he throws it. Did you ever <laughs> see that gif? No. Joey Janelle threw a chair over his shoulders into the ring, and it was, like, folded up. 
and it hit the ropes, bounced off the other ropes, and unfolded, like, so you could sit on it, and the crowd went wild. He stole that from Snake, is my point. Snake did it first in this movie. And And Kurt Russell refused to do anything uh, fake, so that was real. Yeah, as we'll learn later on. Yeah. And so he's like, fuck, what am I going to do? Luck would have it, just as he says that, fucking... Map of the Stars Eddie pops up. Map of the Stars Played by Eddie. Steve Buscemi. He's definitely looking like a like a dollar store uh, joker here. Well, he's clearly the cabbie role from Escape from New York. Right. He's more of a scumbag than cabbie was, but it's still that guy. Hey, I, hey, Snake, I can get you whatever you want, Snake. You know, he's kind of like kind of the weasel of L.A., but right. he knows everybody and he knows where to go. Right. We so, also learned that Snake has... He called in to the headquarters. He's got flu-like system, symptoms that'll probably kicking in soon. He's like, they're get, the fatigue will hit him. That's like, the point. I don't know if it's flutoxin or it's corona. It's but <coughs> it's bothering me. Yeah. And uh, so they're like, take some uh, some uh, some uh, what's a well snake medicine. snake. You just need to take some of this Dayquil. Don't take the Nyquil because yeah. that'll make you extra drowsy. Exactly. You only got eight hours. By seven at this time. If you really want to find Cuervo, you'll take this, and he pulls out this little like uh, mini disc player. It was, it was like uh, they they refer to it as a remote control. Yeah, because that that plays into later on. And yeah, it has like little mini CDs, and this is how far in the future we are. Our CDs are now like the size of a thumbnail. Yeah. And and there's a floppy disk. It was, it was crazy. It was weird. But he's just like, hey, yeah, I know everywhere around. Here. Where's Cuervo? Where's he live? Oh, I can tell you that. Sure, I can show you Snake. You uh, should really take uh, my tape of directions because uh, he's the second stop on my Map of the Stars tour. Ain't well, taking it. He's like, fuck you. And walks just walks off. Fucking face palms. Uh, Eddie. Eddie and this walks right into Beverly Hills. Yeah. There ain't no cops here. Ain't no cops. But there is a young lady. Yeah, Teslima. Teslima. I don't remember her name, but I remember she was supposed to be the next hot thing in the late 80s. She, really? was, in, she was in the movie Rain Man. That was like her big like, debut. Okay, okay. She was also in Big Top Peewee, which our friend Michael remembered. Yeah, I know. And never, her career went nowhere. But, yeah, she was an Italian actress. Well, even in this, her, her <laughs> role went nowhere. Yeah. But she's stretching. She's Italian, but she's playing an Arab. Wait, she was supposed to be an Arab? Yes. I thought she was supposed to be Russian. She's Muslim. Oh, shit. Okay. That's why she's there. She was Her crime was being a Muslim in South Dakota. She oh, tells us. Oh, I heard her say South Dakota. I didn't hear the part before. Yeah, yeah she's a Muslim. And so she's like, because we see all these like robed people, like monks, and Snake doesn't know the lay of the land. So he's like, no. I'm just going to shoot these motherfuckers. He's like, no, hide. Shh, shh. Don't talk. And he's like, why don't you shut the fuck up? And he's like, Snake doesn't have time. Yeah. And then we see these ambulances like pull up to this building. And he's like, she's like, no, you don't want to go in there, Snake. Fuck you. And as soon as he walks out, the monks have like these net guns. And they shoot like a... Oh, my God. It's we, like something out of American Gladiators. Dude, we, we know too much about no, uh, net guns. I mean, American Ninja is fitting as well because fucking Dudikov's always getting caught in nets. Right. And fucking, if Dudikov can get caught, I don't know what Snake, what he's going to do. He doesn't know any of the powers of the ninja. Uh, he, he's got zero powers. He, all he knows is gun-fu. Gun-fu, for sure. So, and then she gets caught, too. 
And then, so they get wheeled into this fucked up kind of like hospital looking environment. Dude, I didn't even see this name in the credits, but we go down into uh, this very, it's like the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles underground lair. It's very cool like that. There's Domino's Pizza everywhere. Nice product placement. They're strapped down on these gurneys, but they're stood up. They're vertical, yeah. Yeah. And we see all these women that... Well, these fucked up faces that kind of look like plastic surgery women nowadays. I know. I For a minute there, I was like, I had to do a triple take because I was like, oh, I get it. The thing is like all the staff and everything yeah, have. They all have fucked horrible, up plastic surgery. It's a commentary on Hollywood right. that doesn't hit you over the face. <laughs> Not at all. Because this movie is Very subtle. subtle. Very subtle. And they got the big duck lips, which by the way, ladies... They, it never looks good on anybody. Don't get the lip injections. The, yeah, no. The if lip you got thin white girl lips, just learn to live with it because no, it looks. It's not bad. even about living with it. Who the fuck cares? Nobody. You shitty... know, you know, cares. Women do. Do you know how many times I've been told I have a pedophile mustache? Yes, you twice. Do. And I don't I'm, care. Here's the third time you got a pedophile mustache. But anyway, getting back to the movie. So we we hear that the, the Surgeon General's coming, and so. Uh, What's her name again? Teslima? Teslima. Oh, Tez. Yeah, Tez. And she's like, holy fuck, the Surgeon General, you, fuck, we're fucked, Snake. She's, but she's still kind of chill about it. I thought that was weird because she knows what this guy's about. Yeah. So now we get Detroit's own Bruce Campbell shows Didn't up. Didn't even see his name, but when he came out, I was just like, that chin. Even through, because he has all the plastic surgery. Right. He's got like the hair, bad hair plugs, and he's got the fucked up, like, uh, uh, facelift thing yeah. going on, but e- yeah, I love I love that detail again. John Carpenter hasn't completely lost, like even in a bad movie, great details. Right. So yeah, Bruce Campbell comes out, and, and we learn that there's this subsection of L.A. These will be the rich people who got stuck on L.A. Okay, who have gotten so much plastic surgery. They're they're falling apart, and they need the Surgeon General to replenish their bodies. Okay. So they're constantly looking for people, guinea pigs. So the Surgeon General, he comes up to Snake and Tislima. He's like, he's like groping Tislima. He's like, no breast cancer oh, here. Oh, no, he, he full-sigalled her. He yeah. must have learned it from him. He's like, he's, mm, no lumps. He's breasts will do. Oh, my God. The chi is completely on. I'll take him. But he also looks at Snake, and he's looking at that one good eye. And Beautiful he's like, blue eye. He, he's like, man, I wish there was two, but, hey, one's better than... None. And then I love that you pointed out the Domino's pizza thing because he pulls out like a, a, a pizza cutter. It was yeah. the weirdest fucking thing. Like, he's going to take an eye out with a pizza cutter. Uh, hey, you know. And as luck would have it, Snake, he, he that, remember earlier we said he had a little blowgun. He, he secreted it right on his shoulder. He knew that's where he was going to need it. Yeah. And he, so he like, like I get, whatever the mouth version of palming something is, he yeah. mouths it. He like puts it in his mouth while the, the Surgeon General is distracted. Surgeon General is like, all right, here we go. And, and classic Slowly Bruce Slowly leans in. We get that nice first-person <laughs> view of Snake, and then you just see a dart land. And... Straight out of Shokazugi. Oh, just, my God. <laughs> dart goes right in the forehead. I guess it was, dr- it was just to drug him. I don't know if it was to kill him. because No, it was just to drug him. And so the Surgeon General's luck would have it. He does... Like like uh, drug druggedly, if that's a word, like cut snakes uh, bonds with that pizza cutter. Very convenient. Very convenient. Snake gets loose, grabs the fucking Surgeon General. I'm gonna kill this motherfucker. And they're like, no, 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 we need him. No, he grab. Yeah, okay. So he uses that, and then of course Taz Lima's like, get me out of here, get me out. And he's like, why? She's like, why? Because I, I can show you where Cuervo is. He's like, all right, you know. Cut, still- cut cut her off. So they free her. 
And yeah, because he does need a little help. He needs to know where Cuervo is. Yeah, he doesn't know the lay of the land. Exactly. So uh, she goes, hey, let's go. Like They bust out. They're being chased. Yeah. She's like, here, I know the sewers. Like I know my way around the sewers. So they go down into the sewers, Secret of the U's. Secret of the U's. <laughs> more, more callbacks to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Wait, yeah. wait a minute. So they were in a sewer. Apparently, it was disconnected from this sewer. I don't think they were in a sewer. I think they were just in some kind of okay. like, clinic or something. It just looked like a sewer. Well, because this is this is an awful, cheap looking movie. I mean, it's just it, everything was rounded because prob- they were probably repurposing like one set. So, yeah. yeah, everything was rounded off. It looked like right. a sewer. So that's yeah, yeah. that's where so I. So she and then this is where we learned she's Muslim because she works for Black Jihad. Was her gang. Okay. And she's like, yeah, we used to run guns through here all the time. I know this place like the back of my hand. So he's like, okay, let's let's get a move on it, though, because he looks down at his uh, little wrist indicator thing there. He's only got five hours to live, Murray. Yeah. Five and, hours to live. And she's like, well, why are you here? I need the president's daughter. She's like, well, I know Cuervo's got it. I can take you there. Looks down. It's five hours remaining. Uh-oh. Looks like it's going to get bleak. But... It you know he he's got five hours she's got the rest of her life so yeah. she's just like hey snake can we, can we just cut to the chase and just fuck she's like I broke up with my boyfriend uh, just today in fact and here's the thing uh, I can't quite get out of these pants myself and it looked like it's it's gonna require an extra hand to get you out of that leather so let's, maybe let's break that leather in yeah let's break it in. And he's like, bitch, I don't have time for this shit. And she's like, well, let me tell you about my past. <laughs> well, you don't have time for that? Let me tell you about my past. <laughs> yeah, she does that. Because they're, they're like, they're, he's like, she's like, fine, all right. So they're they're walking. They, they see some innocent people who just happen to be, I guess, a religion that's not Christianity. Yeah. So they belong here. So they're just praying. They're good, God-fearing people, but they don't fear the right God. Grip. I can. That, that doesn't speak to today's America Not at all. all. They're not real Americans. Of course. And she's like, drops some knowledge on him. She's like, yeah. He's like, well, what, are you, what the fuck are you even in for? You seem okay. You want to fuck me? So you're all right. I'm just here for being a Muslim in South Dakota. Oh, that's that's it. my crime, Snake. That's her crime. And, he's like, and she's like, you know what? Why do you even want to leave L.A.? This is where true freedom is. We can be ourselves in L.A. Yeah. And he's like, bitch, I'm dying. I, don't care. I would probably stay here, but I'm dying. I need to find Cuervo. And then... She she's like, well, we got to look out because the Korean gangs. This is their territory, and just she says that she gets shot in a drive by. Oh, that's what happened to her. <laughs> yeah, I I looked away or I had to take Millie out or something because I come back and then next thing you know, Eddie's pulling up and he's like, "Hey, Snake, need a ride?" No, she gets shot by these like ten year old Korean kids. They show these ten year olds with like Uzis, like they're just firing into the crowd. Perfect. I love a ten year old gang. <laughs> yeah. Was it was it uh, was it fucking Shane's gang? Shane. Shane Kazugi. I could imagine him. No, they were like, it was the gang of kids from uh, Thunderdome. Oh, it was? Captain Walker. That ain't Captain Walker. What happened to you, Roy, Captain Walker? Wait a minute. You're some American fuck. But they don't have time for that. They take off. So, like you said, luck would have it. There's Snake is always at the right place at the right time. So Eddie pulls up in his pimp fucking mobile. And he's like, hey, Snake, buddy. You need a lift? He's like, yes. So he gets in the car, and he starts to spiel. You know, I'm an entrepreneur, and I can see a lot of opportunities with you. And he's just like, this fucking drive. Whatever you say, Snake. Whatever you say. You pull up, and then he's like, fuck it. I'm taking over. 
He, so, because Eddie, he can tell Eddie's just fucking wasting his time. Well, Eddie is also blaring up at Randy Newman. And you don't <laughs> trust a man. You don't. Who blares Randy Newman. Exactly. Low life. Low life. And so uh, Snake, like, takes the wheel. He said, he's like, Jesus, take the wheel. Fuck that snake's taking the wheel. The snake taking the wheel. And he's like, whatever you say. And then, I, and then they stop for some reason. And then... What the fuck? I think they like they they change positions again. Snake's not driving because he's in the passenger seat. I think he smells a trap or something. I don't know what happens, but there. Well, luckily, because like I guess he did because there is a trap because Eddie just happens to have these blow these darts in his uh, dashboard. Yeah, I don't remember Snake driving. I just remember him being in the car. Well, he tries to take control of the car. Maybe he didn't drive. Maybe that's what it was. Is he was trying to take control and Eddie got a little freaked out because he. He's got like bond because he's secret. driving Cuervo's car. That's not his car. Right, right, right. But so he's, he's like, I don't got, want you, you scratching the paint. He, they've got like bond secret panels and shit. So, <laughs> so Eddie triggers something and shoots like a taser fucking. Dart. No, I think I, I don't think it was a taser because he's fucked up. I think it was some kind of drug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it's like darts with drugs on them go into him. It just it looked like two things tethered together, kind of like yeah. a. Taser. I first I thought it was a taser too, yeah. but no because. And Snake starts, like, everything starts turning black and white for some reason. I guess that's what this drug does to you. Come on, we know Snake's been injected with, like, everything. That's why he's called Snake for another reason. It's all the venom. It's just he lives on it. He breathes Except for Plutonic Plutonic 7. (laughs) Plutonic 6. He can totally take. Plutoxin. Plutoxin 7. Yeah. No, no, it's Plutoxin because Putin (laughs) gave it to us. Okay, I like that. I yeah, it's interesting how Putin comes in. And so this Snake, movie. he wakes up and here's another subtle LA jab. He's handcuffed to a treadmill. Because you know those, those LA people, they love working out. Oh you know what? That one actually is pretty good. Yeah. I didn't I was like, why is he attached to I thought they knew about his fatigue and so they yeah. were just like, let's make him uh, more tired because yeah. obviously something's gonna happen soon. Well, this is where we get an info dump, Griff. We figure out what everything's about. The Are whole you ready for this caboodle. info dump? I got to stretch my legs. Okay. So we see the nerd, not Lewis, that's working for Cuervo. And he he's opened up the black box. And we see he's got a little remote that looks shockingly like uh, Map to the Stars Eddie's remote. But it's totally not the same thing. And he, 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 he explains that. The black box contained, I don't know what it was. It was called Sword of Damocles, what it was called. Sword of Damocles. Okay, what this does is this can, there's there's a ring of satellites surrounding the Earth. We're getting our nerd talk here, yes. by the way. We get to see uh, Cuervo's nerd, right. not fucking Lewis, no, who is, is the ultimate nerd. Gilbert, this is Gilbert. Yeah. He was oh. smart. He figured, like... Go wow, they must they must have got in a fight. They had a falling out. Because he was like, hey, I met these cool guys, Well, he was like, he was like, dude... I'm sorry, we're friends for life, but you raped a girl 30 years ago. I can't be your friend. You think anymore. Gilbert finally manned up and was just yeah. like Lewis? Fuck, because that was Gilbert's flaw. Was well, he, he didn't man up. He was just he didn't want people. You know how people are like in Hollywood. Like everyone knew about Harvey Weinstein, but then it became a problem when he got outed. It was one of those situations. Oh, so it was like he already had uh, an audience to fall into. Yeah, because Gilbert would not do this on his own. So no. clearly, he had something to fall on. So we see this little mini CD with a little red dot on it. Mm. It's going to come into play later on. Nope, not at all. Not at all. 
Don't and so we get some awful CGI of satellites surrounding the Earth. Very good CGI. So what the Sword of Damocles is, all these satellites have EMP like bombs on them. And you can use them to pinpoint anything on the Earth. Yeah. We could shut down this podcast if we had the Sword of Damocles. Yeah. That was, was, and, uh, and the code. And the code. You got to have the area code. Well, the, yes. It goes by area codes, <laughs> yes. which is very convenient. But the worldwide code is 666. Oh, very nice. Because, of course, that would, be, that would make sense because we have a religious zealot as our president. So the it, thing that would destroy the world it would be the number of the beast. Sense. Yeah. And so the, the nerd, he's just like, yeah, Cuervo, I can, I can do this. And Cuervo's like, yes. Get our fuck. Get the camera on. We're going to send a message to the president. So they hack. I guess they hack into the world satellite. I don't know. It's like there's only real two factions working here. They're the Taliban now. So, I mean, Trump's talking to the Taliban every day. Why wouldn't the president of this future past because talk straight to L.A.? Because he, he's, he's ready for an airstrike. He's like, Pliskin failed. Blow those fuckers off the face of the planet. I love this because you see Cuervo, like we see the president's feed of everything, and you see Snake on the treadmill in the background. Right. Not only we do, Malloy does. Yeah. He's like, wait, Mr. President, Snake's still alive. Don't do it. Yeah. He's, he's like, okay, all right. These I fuckers won't. have no, if Snake is still alive, these fuckers are dead. All You see every one of these people? Note their faces because right. you're gonna see. You're gonna have to identify every single fucking tooth because Snake is gonna destroy them. So he's like, "Fine, well, get my wife on the phone. I need to know if she's safe." So he wife? Starts, yes, he calls his wife, the president, in Lynchburg, and just to let you know, you Mar-a-Lago. Yes, Mar-a-Lago, the Southern White House, and he's like, "Get her on the line, Melania." And uh, Cuervo, he's like, look, if our demands aren't met, I want to chop her at the Happy Kingdom. Little little allusion to, of course, the Magic Kingdom, Disney, which they couldn't use. And that's why they had to call it the Magic, like, the Happy Kingdom, because Disney wouldn't allow them to use it. So he's like, I want to chop her there, and then I'll give you my orders after that. Didn't he? Yes. He's, what he says is, but to get you a taste of my power. Okay. He's yeah. like, nerd, Gilbert. Do it. And Gilbert's like, beep, beep, beep. And then while the the president's talking to his wife, the phone cuts out. And he's like, fuck you, Lynchburg slash Mar-a-Lago. We just shut that city down. Oh, And we're coming me. for you. We're coming for you, brother. Brother, you think you have all the power, but in this cream of the crop remote from the shop, I have all the power. You're Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, now you really respect Macho Man, and he could do that. At non, I don't need rocks and cigarettes like Macho Man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he did cigarettes. He did probably a lot of coke, but not well, cigarettes. no, I don't think he's it's bad it. for the lungs, brother. <laughs> but this coke is great for everything else. <laughs> Feel no pain. So, all right, we got a couple hours to kill till they get the chopper ready. So Cuervo's like, let's have some fun. Let's have some goddamn Another fun. call back to fucking Escape from New York. But we've already had in Escape from New York the fight, the death in a boxing match. So we got to one-up this. Murray, okay, I did like this a lot. I did not like this at all. Why? Because green screen? 
Because this was a very real set. No, no, there was, uh, there was. Oh, the set, fine, but I don't like what they did. It was, okay, it was it so. Was, it was too hit you over the head with L.A. So we have a college football team. They're actually. I only know this because the L.A. Rams had to play there for like a season until. Yeah. Or well, still no, do. L.A. Rams used to play there. And they this was built for the uh, '84 Olympics Coliseum. Oh, really? So the the L.A. Rams when they were in L.A. played there too. Okay. Yeah. I just know and the LA Raiders played. I only know of it because of recently, because they went back there from St. Louis. Because that's how billionaires work. Fuck you if you're not going to give us all the tax breaks. We're going to go to LA, and then we're going to make people pay for another new stadium. Yes. Because this stadium's not good enough for some reason. So the Coliseum, we actually go to the Coliseum, which is a beautiful, and they fucking trash the place. They got all the fucking goons in their leather, and they're like, all of our leather's broken in. What's with you, Squeaky McSqueaks? And Snake's being let through with chains, and you're like, what is waiting? Because he's walking through. There's dudes fighting. There's blood sports yeah, happening. There's, yeah, there's, Every, there's, there's there's octagons everywhere. You had to love this, though. Again, I love that. Every time. If, if he could fight a guy in octagon, I would love that. But that's not what happens, Griff. Every time there's a fighting ring like this, I, I just I need to know. It's good. And you already gave us. It's great. It mm, this, this is like a... Poor man's version of that. Mine would be a little classier than this, but yeah. if you're, this is like a start beginner's level for sure, for sure. Yeah, and Cuervo, so, he's he's working his way up. So we're getting to see all the things that Snake might have to go through, and you see him, and his right. face is like when he sees that this he is might. A, this is a little bait and switch because I think Carpenter's like, oh, they're gonna think I'm gonna have another fucking gladiator match. Exactly, and you're like Snake's face. He's like smiling. He's like, let me fight some fucker. Let right. me fight. And he's walking by and he's smiling, but his face is slowly growing. Just frownier and frownier. Scowlier. Scowlier. And finally arrives, and uh, the camera pans out to reveal full basketball court. Caged in, surrounded by the Nation of Islam for some reason. It's black men's in suits. I guess they've they've teamed up with Quirrell. The Rock's dad was there? (laughs) The the Rock's dad. Yeah, he was there. Soul Man Rocky Johnson? Yeah. Just died recently. Rest in peace. Oh, no, he did? Yeah. Oh, man. And Cuervo's like, look, you got to get 10 points, right? It was uh, 10 points. 10-point shot clock. Uh, you probably enjoy this. No three-point yeah, bullshit. None of that bullshit. <laughs> so Steph Curry's automatically dead if he ever ha- he winds up in uh, Escape from L.A. Uh, there's a 10-second shot clock. Right. So Full we- court. Full court. So he has to run back and forth, and if he misses a shot, he gets shot. Right. So he basically has to make the best shot possible so he doesn't get shot. So he's like he's running the analytics in his head. He's like, yeah. best position. Not to mention, Murray, this is why I made a point to bring up the flu symptoms and the treadmill, right. and now they're lugging him out here. Yeah. Dude's fucking tired. Yeah, he's coughing. <laughs> yeah. So he he gets up and he does a nice little layup. Well, like little... Cuervo's like, look, even we've had Dennis Rodman here. Obviously, Dennis Rodman's going to wind up here. He, even he couldn't do this. The worm, worm couldn't even. Dude, do Dude, he this. couldn't do that shit. No, he's he was he was executed. I can't believe that. I yeah. I have to imagine he was the right man henchman eventually. No, maybe if this is North Korea, but not in L.A. Okay, escape from North Korea. You, I could totally see. No, that. you're right. You're right. And he and he was the ultimate bad boy. And if he can't survive. Who can? I don't know if anyone would understand what just happened there <laughs> and the fact that Dennis Rodman is actually a friend of North Korea. Yeah, well, he's a great guy. He writes love letters to our president. He's great. It's so weird. That South Korea a- is hellhole, 
And how dare they have the nerve to have the Academy Award-winning movie? Fuck you, South Korea. Yeah, come on. Anyway, getting back to the movie. So, I I just, just watching Snake Plissken play basketball. It's like, what? He's like this badass. And it's like, uh. See, Murray, you probably have never heard of another thing that they inspired with this. There is a YouTube series that my brother's kids love called Dude Perfect. And all they do is take cuts of them making difficult shots. Okay. Golf, basketball, right. any sport. That's what Kurt Russell did here. Well, this is also a hitchy over the head illusion that LA loves their basketball. So of course Cuervo is gonna have, you know, him play basketball to survive. So first thing, Snake makes us a layup. And then he's got to go the full court, and then he makes like a mid-ranger, and then he's sweating, he's coughing. He's waiting there with the ball, holding the rock, and he's like looking at the clock, and he's just letting it pass, and he's like, got to hit that three-point line. He hits the three-pointer, nothing So he's but up net. to six, and so you're like, oh my God, he's already winded. He's got to go and pick. The, and the audience is getting into it. They're turning, dude, just like Escape from New York. As soon as, as, soon as you drain the basket, the shot clock for the next shot starts. Right. So he's got to run, get the basketball, run across the half court. Right, there's no ball. There's, I did, there was a, light, a, a nice little thing I did like because – they show a guy with like a giant pair of pliers that chops a guy's head off. And then they have guys, because this is an illusion of basketball, they have guys come in and wipe the blood off like they had the ball boys nice. with the sweat off the court. Nice. Oh, wiping. was that the first guy when yeah. you see him fail? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like did that like that. Touch. I like that. But, uh, yeah, so he makes he makes makes another like mid, not mid, like a mid-court, wasn't he? He made a mid-court It was, was mid-court. And I'll point out, Kurt Russell made all these shots. Exactly. There was that's, no why, CGI. that's why I brought up the dude yeah. perfect. He did make all the shots. We don't know how many camera shots it took to do this. Right. But he made million. all, like, you're legit watching him make the shots, and they get good camera angles of right. all of it. But yeah. He after, makes that fucking half court. So we're, they, we're four or five because right. he's got to get 10 points. Right. And then he's got to retrieve the balls. There's no ball boys here. But he's also got to stand there and. Make it really ham it up, like my God, I'm so tired. He was totally placated to the audience. He was like, I would. He was doing the Hulk Hogan I, thing. And then I'm, I'm watching this, and like, and they're paid athletes who have to take games off because they're tired. And Snake fucking plays. Who's short? Might we point out? Remember, he's short. He's short. He's nailing these and fucking shots. And wearing full leather. <laughs> right. LeBron James, I want to see you in some fucking Richie uh, leather, red leather pants make a fucking oh half-court shot. And so so it's like it's over. Quirvo's smiling. He's not going to make a full court. Yeah, yeah. he's got to run over to get the ball. And because he stood there to really ham it up for the crowd, he was listening in to the cheers. He looks up and realizes he's got four seconds. There's only four seconds to get the fucking ball. <laughs> So he gets the ball and he looks over. That's not, I I got flashbacks to the uh, the uh, shot clock at Celtic games in the eighties where there would be some leprechaun magic happening oh with the shot God. clock because I think they were fucking with the shot clock. If anyone snake. is a basketball fan that listens to us, <laughs> just talk to Murray about the Boston Celtics of the eighties. Hate that team. And Fuck oh my team. God, if you can have some fun with basketball, Murray is the guy to talk to. I hate that fucking team. Die. So. So uh, Snake Plissken pulls off some lucky magic. He, he, look, he looks over at the shot clock, and it's already gone to zero, but suddenly it's back at three, and he fucking... <laughs> well, you know, he got the shot off yeah. before uh, yeah. zero, so that's yeah. all that matters. Right. Well, you got to get off for the shot clock. Cl- yeah, the, yeah, that's, the what, I was, yeah. that's what I was saying. The you got to get it off before. 
So he gets it off before. Throws it up. Nothing but net. Dude, even, again, this was a legit shot. He really did do this. But usually when I'm throwing, like, half court, I'm not doing it from the hip and then, like, coming did, across did, my uh, body. Uh, he did a uh, kind of a granny shot. It was, like, uh, underhanded. It, it was, it was uh, I want to call it a granny shot because that's no, all your no, thrust no, is yeah. coming from the center of your body. He swung it from his side, which makes it even harder because then you're kind of, like, but Griff. putting this trend. He's a gunslinger. He's used to that sidearm action. It was. He He's put, like Matt Stafford. Dude. No. <laughs> I, I love you. I don't know what I'm saying. I love this, though, because you see even the spin on the ball where it's like it's trailing that way, but the spin is keeping it kind of level, and it fucking nails it. Again, this is a legit shot. He did this. Yeah, he took 5,000 attempts, but he made it. I That's love it because I used to do that shit. I used to have like do the full court shots, but I always did it overhand because you get like a straight line. He, doing it from the hip seems so stupidly well, that's hard. That's why he's snake and you're not. That it, that's why. And, Qu- and then Quero's like pissed. He's like, fuck, I'm, I'll never let this guy out do me. He grabs a sniper rifle. Utopia's like, wait, he fucking did it. What? She's starting to get disillusioned with Quero. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, bitch, fuck off, face palms her. Snake, the they, you know, they're not letting him out. So Snake starts climbing the fence. I mean, he promised his audience this death of Snake Plissken. So, but and he's got him right in the crosshairs. And then we want to point out there's tremors on and off throughout this movie. And just as luck would have it, a convenient earthquake tremor shakes yeah. Cuervo. Yeah. So he misses Snake, and he just gives out this one last claim before he realizes Snake's about to get away. You may have survived Cleveland. You escaped New York. But nobody lives in L.A. And All right. I think Snake's going to prove him wrong. Because he's like, get my black box. We're going to go to the Magic Kingdom. Somebody take care of Snake. So Snake, he like gets out of the Coliseum. Shockingly... There's traffic, and it's L.A. traffic, man. So there's all these cars. All of them. And he hides behind one of them. I, yeah, I thought he just completely ran away, but no, he's like <laughs> hanging out, just hiding. Because he's got to get that black box. Because he sees Cuervo has the black box. And, and he's clearly shaken up. He's like just furious. So right. he's off his game. So Snake's like, I need a distraction. He got in his head, Bill Lambeer style. <laughs> he did. And so he grabs a rag, puts it in the gas tank in one of the cars. Had those matches, Griff. Lights a match. Oh, my God. You're right. Car Molotov cocktail blows up. Distracts Cuervo. Yeah, and, of course, Snake snuck around behind another car. Like a snake. He's, like, slithering. (laughs) Oh, my God. That greasy leather. At this point, it's broken in, so nobody. He's They did give him a jar of peck jelly, and he used it to his advantage. I would use it on my chest. He's like, I'm going to use it on my leather. leather. Because, yeah, you're right. He slithers in, and it's like, (laughs) how could Kurt Russell move like this? And, you know, Cuervo is just like. Oh my God, my brain's playing tricks on me. I think I hear a snake, 180 pounds of American snipe rattle. <laughs> and then he grabs, yoink, he grabs the fucking black box out of Cuervo's hand. Oh my God. And he, go, he runs for the, the, the nearest uh, sewer because sewer. we only have three sets. No, three sets. <laughs> and Cuervo, <laughs> Cuervo shoots at him, hits him in the thigh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He does. But he does get gets gets down there. Utopia is like fuck. I, I Quervo's not the man I fell in love with. So she follows after Snake. He's like, bitch. I don't need you. I have the black box. That's all I need. 
Eddie, get... Oh, he doesn't have the black box. He goes, Eddie, get that fucking black box or I'll kill you. So Eddie, wanting to get in the good graces, because he's a weasel. Shocking that Snake's a snake and he's a weasel. Yeah. And we know that's nature's enemies. So he follows down. We get a scene. You tell... Because Snake's like... He's, he's got it. He's ready to go. He's ready to fucking go yeah. back. But, but this is where we learn of the secret order. Yes. Utopia's like, Snake, just take me with you. I've seen the error of my ways. I want to go see my dad again. He's like, I was sent to kill you. No, she. he pulls. He starts slowly pulling up his gun, oh. and she's like, my dad wants me dead. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we yeah, all know. I know. But then he's like. I can't do it. And I, I, well, I didn't like that either because that's not Snake. I, d- I, I was going to say, you know, you led us last week with, I'll tell you exactly when it went wrong. <laughs> I thought this is what you were talking about. No, it gets Because I didn't feel like this was Snake at all. No. But then again, he did have that moment at the end of uh, um, Escape from New York where he gives the gun to Maggie because his brain gets killed. He hits the... Yeah. And he's like... So I think he does have kind of... A, he's a soft spot for the ladies is what Snake Yeah. Is. And this one's dressed like... And she's a child, of, Griff. I she, mean, come on. And she's dressed like a prostitute, yeah, which... She was hot, yeah. She was looking good, She so. had the fucking hot pants on and the, the fucking hooker boots on. Ex- exactly. And the and fishnets it, and... And while that's going on, scumbag Eddie's like hiding behind a corner and he's got a gun. Yep. And... He's just about to kill Snake, and then I, I, does he just? I think he threatens to kill Utopia, right? Is that it? Is that because he gets the black box back? No, I thought what happened here was that he tries to shoot Snake, and he's such a goon that he falls over himself. So well, a tremor shot... hits. That's why he misses. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, an earthquake hits. So they're in again. They're in the sewer system. So Snake is over like a T in the pipe, if you imagine. There's like the a drain. in a pipe, yeah. 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 So the, there's like a drain that go, drops five feet. Lit green for some reason. There's like lighting. Because why not? <laughs> Sewers are are mutinous. Secret like, of the ooze. Secret of the ooze. Thank you. So Earthquake hits. Eddie takes the shot. Uh, fucking Snake drops the black box, yeah. happens to throw it nine feet into <laughs> Eddie's direction. Right into his hands. Just so, like Matt Stafford. Yeah, right. Oh my god! But then, but that Eddie drops it. That's, of course, yeah. he totally, totally. Pro- oh my god! And Eddie's po- wearing gloves too. Totally, That's crazy. totally throws it. With stick them on it. Yeah. So he pulls an Ebron and he drops the pass, and then he goes to Indianapolis with that. But then Tremor <laughs> shakes Snake into the the passage, the sewer drain, and he gets pulled away. And then, uh, and not only that, it's fucking the rubble blocks his passage, right. so he can't even go back up there if yeah. he wants. But but Eddie assumes he's dead. He's like, yeah, there's no way you can survive. Oh no, that. he doesn't just assume it. He's just like, I killed him. I killed <laughs> Snake Plissken. Yeah, nobody will know. Any map of the stars is now a star. And so he goes back to Quavo. Look, Quavo, look what I got. I got your girl and I got your black box. God, what voice is that that you're doing? Oh my god. Uh, I, I want to say like pants, <laughs> pantiferous or something. There was some character that we did like that. I don't know. I think it was a little it's just, guy. It's just a standard weasel voice. It is a standard weasel voice. And so... Uh, oh, look, guys. <laughs> so Eddie knows where Snake's likely like, going to pop like, out. He's like, he's dead. He's like, no, he's like, Quirrell, he's dead. Yeah, you said he was dead last time, you fucking moron. Go find his body. Yeah, he's, he's like, like he's like that thing drops off in will and uh, uh, something canyon. Some yeah. canyon. He's like I shot him. The body drops off in there. He's like okay, we'll go get his head and bring it back to me then. No big deal because you shot him and killed him. And he's like oh, all right, whatever. And so Snake 
flies out. He's in this canyon. And uh, our buddy Peter Fonda from earlier is oh there. He's like, hey, God. bro. Character named Pipeline. <laughs> like, this Griff is where everything falls off the rails. Because he's like, Snake, I thought you were talking. Wait, did I say that earlier? It's like Otto from fucking The Simpsons. And he, he's got like a doom buggy in there. He's like, hey, you can give me a ride. Oh, you're going to have a ride, all right, bro. Because the fucking tide's coming in. It's not just a tide, Murray. It's a tsunami. <laughs> so they're in the they're in like a crater. Let's say that yeah. because like on it's like a twelve foot wide gorge that they're in, yeah. and it's like eighteen feet deep. Let's say, and so yeah, pipelines just waiting for that big wave. And like, and, as luck would have it, I have two surfboards, bro. And he's rubbing his nipples. He's like, feel that Santa Anita wind, Santa Ana wind. <laughs> Oh, it's coming. And Snake... Right now, Chris grossing me out because he's playing with his nipples as he's... <laughs> I am in a bathrobe right now <laughs> yeah. because I've had a long week. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah sorry. So he's like, yeah, feel the uh, tubular. I don't know, whatever fucking surfers say. And then the water hits Snake's like, when in Rome, so he just gets on the board because Snake can do anything. He's Snake. Yeah. And so, Murray... Let's go ahead. You know, it's been like eight minutes since we've had god-awful CG. So let's make sure to really fucking hammer home that we CG do not know. CG and awful green screen. Come yeah, on. CG and green screen. So we get this huge. I, I was trying to build up the gorge for this very right. reason. They're riding a wave that is 18 feet high. Also happens to be going southbound along with a fucking road. Right, that parallel with the road. Eddie happens to be driving <laughs> on. Just so happens. For a lot of quinky dinks in this movie. And this is this is where Griff, this is where John Carpenter does where. not care. Because, okay, okay, Snake is surfing. I hate it. There's fucking surf music playing in the background, which makes it even more irritating to me. Murray, I, I, I thought you liked Surf Rock. I don't like it in a fucking movie starring Snake Plissken. Okay. It's totally out of place. Okay. No, no, I agree with you. No, I do I like, like Surf Rock. I love Surf Rock, but yeah. no. I hate the Beach Boys, but I do like Surf I Rock. I don't. I, I like two Beach Boys And songs. by the way, everybody, fuck pet sounds, because everyone loves to say that's like the greatest fucking I, I album know. of all Dude, time. Dude, when I found that out, because I was like, I grew up, you know, my dad would put it on every once in a while. And I was like, this is not good. And I listened to Pet Sounds because everyone's like, no, this is where it got weird and good. It's not that good. No, it's like, not. there's a couple things in there. I'm like, okay, that's fine. No. But it's not. It's almost like this movie. Not good. Yeah. Technically, maybe good. This is where it falls off the rails. This is where John Carpenter said, I don't care if I ever work again. Snake Plissken, not only, he doesn't give someone five, he Asks for a five from the fucking pipeline guy. The pipeline, he's like, he's like, this is where I get off, and then he puts his hand out for a fuck a low five. I guess it wasn't a high five. It was a low five. And then pipeline gives it to him, and I'm like, my heart broke right there. I was like, if snake, if if hypothetical, Murray, if this was Gravedigger Jones, I go fuck yeah, that totally no, okay. fits. Okay, but- <laughs> and then they throw some chickens in the air. <laughs> right. Um. Yes. No, here's the Griff director's cut. He go. He extends the lo-fi. Pipeline goes to lo-fi. <laughs> he pulls it back. He put all of his weight because Snake Plissken wanted a five. He falls off the board, totally biffs it. That Hollywood shark from earlier comes up and eats him. <laughs> that, that might be a little too weird for me. But if he did go, <laughs> if he did go, if he did do that, he goes, down low, 
too slow and pulled his hand away. Yeah. I might accept that. Yeah. So he goes, this is where I get off. Yeah. And then he does maneuvers his way, leaps onto Eddie's car. I just want to say, I've never been surfing. I'm very athletic. I have a lot of core strength. I could surf great. Wow. I know it would take me a long time to get used to it. Snake. <laughs> this is why Snake He's like snake. a snake to water. He <laughs> God, can't see the snake for the sea. <laughs> can't, snake, can't see the snake for the grass. There you go. <laughs> Boom. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, fucking snake picks it up. One try. Rides that wave. <laughs> able to jump off that wave. Parsifalt a wave into a car. Oh, my God. And it happens to be Eddie's car. And Eddie's just like, oh, no, no. I'm no longer friends with Corvus. God, I don't remember it. Did you just jump off a wave? What is his name? What is his name? Cuervo. You just gave me Conora virus that was so hot. Oh, my God. That was amazing. If that wasn't such a piece of shit CGI <laughs> effect, no. There's no way to make that great. Snake no. would have done it in a more practical way. Yes, he would have. And somebody would have died. But so he's like, how, I forget how he heard about Hershey, but I, I think this is Eddie say, I can take Hershey. He can get you to, to... Well, Eddie has turned on Cuervo at this point. Yes. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to take you again to the one person... Who uh, hates Cuervo more than you do. Exactly. And she is an L.A. native, and she will help you out. She is a goddamn goddess. She is a doctor. She <laughs> will help you. And he's like, it's her. She, whatever. Just take me there. Because he's, like, he's got like an hour now. No, he's got an hour, man. And so we go to the uh, the remains of the Queen Mary that was, I think, is yeah, is docked in L.A., but it's all rusted out now. This is the this is the uh, lair of Hershey who runs an Asian gang for some reason. Black woman, that's that's because that's very diverse. I like that. Very uh, well. Again, we know that inclusive. L.A. is full of uh, diversity because, right. um, well, presidents uh, plan to move all the non-whites out of the country. No, not Americans. Not non. Oh, I, uh, it's one in the same. Shit! Did I say this? Oh, yeah. I meant to say non-Americans. He's making America great again. I, it's so great. Every time I look out my window, it's great. So uh, yeah, we, we bust in, and we hear this very deep voice because they 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 fucked with Pam Grier's voice. This is not Pam Grier's voice, people. She has, oh, she has a beautiful voice. What are you talking about? I thought this was. No. I haven't I haven't heard Pam Grier since the thing, and I thought she just corrected it since then. No. no. And she's like, Eddie, what the fuck do you want? Hey, I got Snake Plissken. He's here. He's going to get us out of here. And then turns around, and then Snake goes, Carjack Malone? And, like, fucking Eddie's like, what the fuck? We learn this is an old cohort of Snake. What? And he's like, you fuck Texas Bill. I had to leave. We learned that. Fucking Carjack Malone, now Hershey. Carjack Malone used to be a man. Yeah. Now he he, he found his true self in right. L.A. Are you saying that John Carpenter created the first LGBT plus character? The first positive LGBT plus character. Yes, he did. And he needs to get uh, respect for that. And you know what? Acknowledgement for that. She's amazing. She is. She's fucking great because you don't know what she, like, she's playing both sides. Well, Snake, he, he knows what a snake carjack can be. So he's like, let me check the plumbing. Yeah. He runs his hand up the leg. And goes, oh, my God. Oh, you're still packing four inches. <laughs> Pulls out a gun. 
Oh, you thought the four inches was a dick. <laughs> it's a gun, everybody. Uh, but that gun was four inches from the ground. It, it, well, yeah, that's the point. And so we learned, yeah, this whole thing in Cleveland we've been hearing about, this prequel that will never get made, Carjack Malone was involved. And she left. She bailed on Snake and Texas Bill, I think was his name. Maybe it was, Texas, it was somebody from Texas. Texas Buffalo. And uh, Snake, he's kind of pissed off. And he's like, you owe me. He's like, I don't know you shit, Pliskin. And he's like, look, the president needs this black box. I can get you. You get a million dollars. He's like, bitch, I got five million in the fucking room over there. Bluebacks. Bluebacks? Bluebacks. Apparently, bluebacks are the new American currency. And she's like, I like the sound of that. But how can we? Meanwhile, I guess we didn't point this out. A beautiful man in the background. Beautiful mustache. Fucking L.A. Young, people. He's one of the henches. You know, Murray, it makes me so sad because L.A. Young should be in the front center. He should have got the Santa Ana line. He didn't get even a line. He should have. Because he's like, he's like, okay, I need this in an hour. It takes two fucking hours to get to the fucking Happy Kingdom. We will never do it. Eddie, do you know? He's like, no, it'll, it'll take two hours. And then we hear this mystical voice. The Santa Ana wins, which should have been Al Young saying. It should have been the dark skies, and they're like perfect. See, we need. This is my biggest gripe with Hollywood. If I could get one point across about my gripe with Hollywood, we don't have any Al Youngs anymore. People like me, if I got into Hollywood, would just be happy with these dumb like D level roles where you get one line. And you just look but, like you got a pedophile mustache and you got balding skullet hair. I see where you're going with it. No, he has a beautiful mustache. You have a pedophile mustache. Thank you. So many colorful. Like everybody looks the fucking same in movies now. Yeah. Like you see, like it's funny because I don't watch The Bachelor show, but I see the commercials all the time. Every bachelor for every season looks the fucking same. It's a guy with a little scruff, yeah, and this kind of little spiky up hair. Yeah, exactly. and every chick looks the same. It's just like fake blonde. Yeah, it's like everybody looks the same. And not back in the we had more diversity when we weren't diverse. I know, I know, right? <laughs> you get all these colorful characters. Characters to this day we remember. We remember Aleong. I don't fucking know who the henchman of the Fast and the Furious movie is. It's just some generic. Most people head. probably know Alion, but don't know the L. Exactly. Know the L. Don't. Yeah. Oh my god! I can't even say. If you, that. If you watch good action movies, you know who fucking Alion is. Even if you don't. If you've seen any action movie, you've probably seen Alion. Yeah, especially eighties. So we do get a nice little bit where Hershey basically reveals that she's QAnon because right. Snake explains to her, I got I got Putin 7 in me. Putin stocks in 7. She's like, Pliskin, do your research. Look on the internet. That's bullshit. That's some deep state bullshit. Oh, my it's God. It's the common cold. Deep state. Oh, fuck. So Snake, so snake con, but she's like, I'll... If you can give me a hundred, give me a million bluebacks, I'm in. Yeah, and he's like, we got it. Of course, Snake is lying because he's a snake. But he's he's the time is ticking. He's an hour. He's coughing up blood and shit. He's fucking feeling bad. So I mean, we do know Cuervo, despite getting uh, Hershey on his side, Cuervo's got an army. Two, it takes two armies to take Cuervo down. And we have an hour to get all the way to the other side of uh, the L.A. island where a chopper. Will happily be waiting for a them. Very awful uh, 
I think the when it flies, it looked like a CGI, awful CGI chopper. Yeah, because it, it's blue it, thunder basically. It was garbage. But you know, the first thing we see is that you know, well, they got obviously they're at the Happy Kingdom, which is of course supposed to be Disneyland. Right. Are you talking about Cuervo? Cuervo. Or? Yeah. Cuervo. Okay. This is the meeting place. So we're having uh, we're having parade two. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, Cuervo's showing up. And he's riding in slowly. He's got a whole group in the, what would you call it, the Disneyland Kingdom? Uh, it's the Happy Kingdom. Happy Kingdom. So everyone's just running around. They got torches up. It's, it's lit up. They do a lot of ex- like uh, long-distance shots of it. It looks like it's kind of real. So. Much like Bernie, he knows how to work a crowd. He knows how to work a crowd. He really does. And everything's looking good. They're the fucking Cuervo Bros are hyped. The Cuervo Bros are fucking hyped, ready to murder. But then our, we go back to our establishment bros. Uh, well, no, they're not even establishment bros. I don't even know how to make a snake. He's just a fucking snake in the grass, right? So fucking Jake the Snake, he's up in the hills with his uh, new Hershey and Asian crew. They're, no, yeah, they're on the Hollywood sign. Which yeah, is they're on fire. I guess it's perpetually on fire. Yeah, exactly. And you got Eddie, and he's got his mini disc set out, and he thumbs yeah. through. He finds his Chumbawamba disc, and he puts a little pita, piece of red no, nail what, polish what, on it. Yeah, he goes, he goes, hey, uh, Hershey, I don't want to presume anything, but do you have any nail polish? Yeah. And he's like, of course I do. And he's like, I got an idea. We can make the old switcheroo. With, yeah. Because, you know, as we learned earlier from Gilbert, the 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 the, uh, the CD disc for the remote control has a red dot on it. Yes. So he's so he does that, setting it up, foreshadowing. And we're watching from their angle now, from the Hollywood sign, as the helicopter comes in and lands in the uh, what do we call it? The Happy, Happy Kingdom. Kingdom. And of course, all the fucking uh, Cuervo, uh, the Bernie Bros, the Cuervo, Cuervo Bros, the Cuervo cunts, they're going wild. They're loving it. Right, he can work a crowd. He can work That's, a crowd. Say one thing about Cuervo. He knows how to work a crowd. So everyone's going nuts and snakes. Well, not everyone. Utopia, she's still she's there and she's like, uh, I'm yeah, stuck she, with Yeah, she is kind of like mad on it. Yeah. She's like, Bernie, or uh, Cuervo, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> Cuervo's message. It's great. She's but, like, Cuervo, I already have health care. What do I need you for? What do I need you for? I want to keep my doctor. <laughs> so Cuervo, she's like, bitch, come on, get back to the copter. But, you know, all of our heroes, uh, Snake in the Grass, he's thinking, like, we need a distraction. How are we going to get down there? And they're gearing up fucking uh, Black Mask style for hang glider action. Black, black Mask. Black Eagle? Black Eagle. God yes. damn it. Black Eagle. We have, like, a five-minute scene where Shokazuki's putting together every hang glider. Yes. And... Once, because once it's been five minutes since he had awful CGI grip, so we get yes. some more bad green screen. Yeah, you can clearly see it's just a wire holding them up in these hang it's gliders. Awful. It's awful. And they're like, "Hey, you guys!" Goonies reference. Um, and what, they, just what's his name though? Yes, uh, Bushimi. Eddie. Eddie like distracts him, and he crashes, and he's like, "Hey, I'm on your side now, Cuervo." Well, no, he's always been on his... Yeah. Cuervo didn't know he double-crossed him. Right. He's like, give me a Bernie bro hug. So he grabs him, does the old... It's a Cuervo cunt grab. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Grab him by the cunt. Grab him by the cunt. Cuervo's uh, main t-shirt he has. He does the old switcheroo. Clutch him by the cunt is actually... Clutch him by the (laughs) cunt. That doesn't roll off the tongue, but I like it. (laughs) Clutch him by the cunt. And... uh, 
so he does the old switcheroo, puts the puts the the damp sort of Damocles disc into. I think yeah, he just grabs it. Yeah, he does. He gives him his remote from the old yeah. Map of the Stars yeah. Eddie remote, and then Eddie turns around and starts shooting into the distance, and then that triggers all the fucking uh, uh, Quero crew. And they're shooting off into the distance now. And so everybody's staring, shooting this old gas station. It's blowing up. And Quero's like, I see what you're doing here, you little rat. What the fuck's going on here? It's already too late. It's already too late. Because Snake Plissken doesn't have any music. He comes in unannounced. He comes in silent as the deadly snake in the grass. And they cannot see the snake for the explosion. Oh, my gosh. Because he, they start raining terror. Him, Hershey, and the whole L.A. on group. And uh, explosions everywhere. Then Snake, it's time for the final fight between Snake and Cuervo. Mano a mano for that remote control. It was the worst hang glider action I've ever seen. Yeah, it was. I don't. That's why I, I, I went over. I don't even want to talk about it. it was I don't. That bad. There's not. Yeah, that's why I was silent. There's nothing to talk <laughs> about there. But I'm bringing it up now because there's nothing to talk about. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. Uh, he lands right on Quero's footstep, and he's just like, "Listen, guy, communism will not work in America. It's not communist. Doesn't matter." So he, I, they, <laughs> I'm a democratic social proof. <laughs> Boot to the face. <laughs> and then they start fighting. It's it's uh, none of these guys are martial artists, so it's a pretty standard, you know, yeah. fight. Not not exciting. It, it, you know, in a normal Kurt Russell flick, this works fine. Right. No big deal. Again, right. he was Jack Burton was you know a fish out of water. Works great. Great reflexes. Kurt Russell can work amazing things without being able to fight. In this movie, <laughs> they managed to make it weird. <laughs> but they, it comes down to the remote is like right in the middle between them. Yeah, uh, Kurt Russell gets the edge. Absolutely, Kurt, oh, not- I, I called him Kurt Russell. Yeah, though. I just no. gave up on Snake. He Snake gets the edge, but they an earthquake shakes him, yeah. and so they another convenient drama. Yeah, so they part forty five <laughs> feet away. And, and then, this is the dramatic thing. He just outcrawls him. There's no drama to it at all. There's no, like, reaching and stretching. Like, no, no. It's, it's an AEW match. It's all fucking, you know, <laughs> nobody's selling anything. I like that you're saying this as I'm watching an AEW <laughs> match do exactly as you're describing <laughs> yes. it. It's amazing. So the old bucks don't have it in Holy them. shit, John Carpenter's writing for AEW. <laughs> I hate to see a legend go out that way. Uh, anyways, yeah. So... Snake gets the uh, remote, but he gets Eddie's remote, actually. He doesn't oh, get no. the remote. But and he like, gets into the... And he goes, get to the... Chopper! Chopper. So Utopia, Aleong, Hershey, they all... It's like, it's like this... There were two guys in this chopper, this mini chopper. They fit 20 people into I know. It. There was, it's it's so, a clown car. It's so small because the backseat is green screen, so they just green screen 14 <laughs> oh, people. That's awful. Oh, and, man. Oh, God. It gets worse, people. Because they they take off at somebody well and, and and as luck would have it, Snake just happens the the guy who stole his coat that has the hollow cam in it is dead laying right next to the chopper. So Snake takes the duster back with the oh hollow cam. Not- Marty, I can't believe how backloaded this movie is. I thought it was done. <laughs> no. And then we get no. to the back end, and it's just like, keeps going. It just keeps going and going and going. It's and he awful. has like five minutes now on his thing. 
And so Utopia and him get in the front. There's you know because white people get right in front. It's it's a very Rosa Parks moment. It's here. very Rosa Parks. Yes, you're right. And somebody, Which, by the way, Rosa Parks was not even the first black person to do that. Okay, <laughs> that's the Black History that that has been our Black History moment for tonight. No, it's a it's a true yeah, thing. There was another woman who did it. Yeah, Rosa Parks was the big okay. Yeah, well, isn't that always the way it is? There's like somebody who breaks ground and then somebody who comes in later to take credit. That's it's basically it, it wasn't that they she took credit. It was just oh. that there was a person with a bigger name, so they gave the credit to her because she already had the name out there. So it's it's uh, like Coke so. taking credit for you know finding. Yeah. Griff, Something. let's get this movie over with. You're right, you're right. I don't know why I'm trying to make this longer. Let's get this over with. Somebody ties a rope to the... What do they call those things? It's the I don't know. Part Helicopter part. He ties a rope. So they're like, they can't take off. Cuervo, straight out of fucking invasion. Because we're hearing... While this is going on, the president's shitting himself because Cuba is ready to invade. Rostov yeah. is pumped. They got their boats... You remember the scene from Invasion USA when the, on the beach? They got the boats. They're already to invade. Dude. And he's like, what the fuck? You know, we need this fucking sword of Damocles. I'm going to be hiding under this table praying. And Malloy's even disgusted by this point. He's just like, what? why am I following this guy? He's finally wising up. He's having his, his uh, everybody who basically works for Trump moment. Where you're just it. like, what am I doing? I'm killing my career. I'm just so glad you didn't say everybody loves Raymond. I, I don't know why. I was looking at your eyes, and you wanted to say Raymond, but you didn't. No, Raymond St. Jacks. Oh, okay. But, uh, <laughs> so he's being a bitch and crying like like some somebody, I'm not going to say the name, somebody I think would be in that same position. And, uh, fuck, what happens? Okay, Cuervo pulls out the bazooka. Yes. Bazooka's on its way. Eddie sees him bullet time, and is just like, no. While we're only 10 feet from the ground, I'm giving the fuck out of here. So Eddie bails. First, he shoots Cuervo in the chest. What? Yes. I missed that. Yes. And he's like, I got him. And then Cuervo just gets up. I don't know what I don't know what happened here. Did he have a bulletproof jacket? I don't know. But Cuervo brushes it off. He gets shot dead in the chest. He gets shot in the chest. No fucking way. And then he pull, He gets up that bazooka, and that's where Eddie bails. He sees the bazooka. Well, that's what I was saying, yeah. was that Eddie sees the rocket coming, right. and it's just like, Peace. <laughs> and he fucking jumps out. But they do get the remote from Eddie. Yes. Before he jumps out. Yes. And the rocket hits the back, incinerates all the non-white people in the helicopter. The, we awful CGI. CGI flames today look bad. These Imagine 1996 CGI flames. So oh, my God. Oh, my God. Murray. <laughs> the president's thoughts and prayers work. The brown people didn't make it over. <laughs> yes, they didn't. And who needs a wall? Just build a bazooka. <laughs> and so he's he's trying to like fly. Oh no! Oh no, Mel. The the helicopter is about to <laughs> explode. Here. He's got Utopia, oh. and he's like, "Look, bail out! I'm gonna crash." And she's like, "All right." So she's looking to bail out. While he's doing that, he grabs the remote and puts it in her pocket, and then boots her out. And then he. Crash land. He does a sully. He crashes it, but survives. Oh yeah, of course. He perfectly crashes it. He 
Did you mention that he ejected Utopia? Yes, with okay. the remote control. He placed I'm it sorry. on her. Poor little Hobble House came out here. Yeah, come, in on, the we're in the home's come on, we're in the home's retro. Come on, we're in the home's retro. She's so upset. She's so upset. Yeah. So Snake gets out, and of course the goons come over. All puts the president's the gang. Oh, of course he puts that yeah. duster back on because he's just like you guys aren't privileged enough to see my beautiful broken in leather. His ass is gleaming at this point. He has to put the duster on so the camera lens can. And I want to point focus. out. Kurt Russell wrote this scene, and I liked it. The snake went; he became Snake again. Yeah, I was disillusioned with that surfing shit, but this is classic Snake. Yeah, no, I, I have to imagine they were like extend this movie for twelve more minutes, and that's where that uh, horrible scene came from. Yeah, but then they bookend it well. <laughs> yeah, because they probably pre-shot this. I have to imagine they did the I, ending I, before I they know. did anything else. But they're like, so they surround Snake because they're also still scared of this guy, and they're like, give us that uh, sword of Damocles. Why don't you come and get it? And then they're like, okay. They, we they pull out Utopia out at that point. Yeah, they're like, look, we found her. She's got the remote. He doesn't have the Well, yeah, the, the, the fucking goon. What did you call the ponytail fucking name? Malloy. Malloy. Malloy comes down. He's like, wait a minute, chief. I know. I can smell. I can smell a cleave from a mile away. Classic snake move. And he goes Never in. Never judge a snake he goes as far in, as you can see him in the grass. Exactly. So he goes in to. Uh, I see that remote for the trees. He goes into Utopia's uh, brazier because, yeah. of course, she's keeping it there. And he's eyeing the president while he's groping his daughter, which you think would be weird for the president. But the president is cucking it up. He's like, yeah. oh, my God, <laughs> get those tits. Uh, so he pulls that little remote out. Like Snake was trying to snake us again. Oh, We're on to you. And Snake looks all, oh, fuck. He's bummed out. And then they're like, here you are, Mr. President. And he's like, this is my time to shine. Camera crew. He's like, Cuba, we're going to fucking destroy Cuba. They're not going to invade. Florida. And you know what? On top of it. Electrocute my daughter in a chair while we're doing this. Oh, my God. So they put the daughter in the chair. So, guys, we want to point out, we've been alluding all this time that this is a, obviously a Trump thing. But, no, if it was Trump, he'd say, take my daughter to my bedroom. He wouldn't yeah, say, take yeah. an electric chair. So exactly. this is not Trump. Yeah. yeah. It's this, kinda, is uh, Pence. It's, this is Pence. You know, me and, argue, me and Murray were arguing about this all week. I think it's more of a Pence thing. Mike Pence, yeah. our vice president. Because he is the well, crazy evangelical. It makes sense that he would know about Plutoxin because he knows all about diseases. He's going to stop the coronavirus. He's very into Plutoxins. And he is going to save us from coronavirus. And speaking of Plutoxin, he's the snake's like, give me the fucking antidote. You fucking moron. We just gave you the common flu. That's it. Dip shit. Once again, snake falling for something because we learned in the beginning of the movie that he never had any. Remember, in, see, from uh, New York, he had explosives. That was bullshit too. They, yeah. They're constantly jerking Snake around because so, we're constantly t- going back to a better movie. So while the daughter Utopia is being pulled off to the electric chair, they have a whole set being built around the president and a live camera feed being built in front of them, where he's going to air out, guys, this attack, Rostov, who I've heard, Rostov. Met- it's time. It's time. <laughs> and he punches in the little code, and then he hits the play button because it was a play button. Yeah. Uh, and what do we hear? <laughs> I love LA. We don't love it. We don't know how to do a Randy Newman voice is what I just learned. Well, you talk like this. I love LA. <laughs> no, that That's a not. Tom Waits LA. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Tom Waits. And then they're like, 
God damn it, Snake. You did it much like in the fucking Escape from a much better movie, Escape from New York. You switch the tapes. And so they're just like, fucking shoot this goon. Because Snake goes, you're looking for this. And he pulls out that fucking remote. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, give it to us. Please. So the Snake is surrounded by the And then fucking... the prison's like, fuck, just shoot that motherfucker. Yeah. And they just unload on Pliskin. But oh, 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 wait a minute. I believe, Murray, we uh, alluded to the fact that the hologram device was in the trench coat. Right. That hide his glistening, fully broken in leather buns. <laughs> yes. And we see we get and then. Uh, well, first, they don't know what to believe. So Malloy's yeah. like, give me a gun. Let me check this out. And then he, he waves the gun yeah, through the hologram. Yeah, he goes off and swipes it over. And we see it's more awful CGI. Again, uh, I believe Han, uh, not Han Solo, uh, Luke, uh, no, uh, yeah, Luke Skywalker did this yeah. and Ryan Johnson, Star oh, Wars you saw, film. Did you see that video no, someone made? No, I just know he did that. But someone actually made a video. They said, did that movie rip off Escape from L.A.? And they oh, put, my God, are they you put, kidding? They put them together and they were showing scene for scene. No fucking way. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. I did I actually, not. I actually saw that last night for the first time. That's hilarious. Doing my research. Oh, of course. Thank and... you, Murray, for doing your extensive research. <laughs> yes. We have a full research hey, crew here at Globe Globe Theater. I read at least half of the IMDb trivia things for yes. movies we do. Merman Productions is half. a real production company. It's definitely not just me and Murray. Yeah. We got interns. We had, I'm constantly groping them. I, I don't mean, care what the fuck you say. Men, it might women, sound, I grope them. It might sound like Millhouse is a dog. She's an intern. Barnyard, also an intern. Um, Jeff... Little Jeff, he's our intern. Yeah. Jeff, Mur- said, Jeff said he had to take some time off because his wife's having a kid. I said, kill it. Murray, we got to take some time off. We got to finish this episode. We're getting yeah. too close to two hours. <laughs> two hours of goodness. So, <laughs> Snake, he like he's like, well, let's see what I can do. I can uh, hit Cuba and save America, or I can just blow the whole fucking world, much like Bernie Sanders wants yeah, to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. But so, and of course, we, he's a snake, so he just six, 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 types it in. They're like, no, snake, you're going to destroy all the beautiful world, all the things we've worked for. Snake, that's the number of the beast. Six, six, six. And then he's like, call me Pliskin. And then he hits that button, and then we get these awful, once again, awful uh, fucking uh, CGI of satellites opening up, firing off the MPs. The whole world shut down. Fucking Utopia. She's like, woo, he saved me. I'm not going to be electrocuted. Everything's just gone. This is the message of the movie. At least they got the ending right. All right. So we learned Snake is like, we need to take it. We've lost our way with technology. Yeah. Social media—it's ruining the world. We can it is. do. We can. We can it do is. so much without it. Snake taught us that twenty-five Pe- years ago. People are right. The old movies were weird and wrong, but they're the old movies. We don't need to make a big message out of it. They're just right. what they are. And then Snake—he—we see him half a mile away because that's the radius of the holocaust. Of course, turns it. Well, he didn't turn it off because it doesn't work anymore. And he just so happens to find a, a packet of cigarettes. It lights up, or I think actually it might have been some Slim Jims because it kind of looked like Fred's. Dude, it looked Fred like, Williams. Uh, it looked like Fred's. Pulls out that trusty the the thing we thought he'd never need in the beginning of the movie that box of matches twice now lights it up and then just looks into the camera and it's like welcome to the new world. I loved it. I love that line. Like Carpenter at his worst is still better than movies today. That's the well, sad unfortunately, part. Griff, this movie cost fifty million, made twenty five million. So, oh, really? Yes. Yeah, so the it plan was, was the plan was to make 
the next one was Escape from Earth. Interesting. And what happened was instead he retrofitted that movie and made an awful movie called Ghost of Mars starring Ice Cube. What? Yes. That's what the the, the last of the Snake Plissken trilogy was going to be Escape from Earth. It became Ghost of Mars. Maybe we'll do that. I don't really want to, but maybe we'll do that sometime in the hey, future. If you, want, if you think you, you want to actually talk about it for an hour and a half, we'll do it. But you know what I do want to talk about? Next week's movie, Griff. Let's do it. Because, Griff, yeah. People, next week is our birthday. It's our birthday episode, but it's really you're getting the present. Because we, we much like Gravedigger and Coffin, we never renege on a promise. Oh, and we God. promised four months ago. Four months ago. We've been waiting so <laughs> long for this shit. We got burned. So long. I got my mesh tank top on the way. One guy listening to us cares about this, but so what? You're, you you got to tune in. If it's as half as bad as we've heard about, we haven't even watched it yet. We're going to watch it. We're going to bring in our buddy, Hair Metal Murray, Sean. We're going to be current for once in our yeah. fucking podcast life. Our, we're going to hair metal Sean here, the master of hair metal. Because we have to, because people, we're doing the movie we were going to do Halloween, Veronica, from the mind of Glenn Danzig. So it's on people. It's on YouTube now. You got to pay for it, but it's on YouTube. It's on Google Play. Check it out if you want to. You don't want any spoilers because we are going to unveil Veronica next week and we're going to end it by keeping it. Warm. <laughs>